0: get on their knees and worship the aqua buddha adam curry john c devora it's
1: thursday october 21st 2010 time for your gitmo nation media assassination episode 245
2: this is no agenda
1: fighting a conspiracy of balloon pranksters every single day from the hilltop watchtower crackpot command center of gitmo nation west in the people's republic of southern california in the morning
0: i'm adam curry and with a long less winded introduction although i could go longer I'm John C. Dvorak. It's Craig and
3: Buzzkill. In the
4: morning.
0: In the morning to you, sir. What's this about balloons, my friend?
1: (laughs) Well, I figured that you would be uh, the tables will turn today and you will be the conspiracy theorist.
0: By the way, I want to uh, welcome all the uh, human resources out there, and, all, and I want to say hello to all the ships at sea.
1: Yes, and of course all of our human resources in the chat room who are all charged up and ready the way their government loves them. And remember, it ain't over till the fat guy gets
0: tased. So, okay, uh, so how am I the conspiracy guy this week?
1: Well, seeing as we had on uh, the seventeenth, it's been a long. Uh, uh, this was actually a tough, a tough one. I think we had. You know, we have our four days in between shows. Was it? Let me see. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, almost four days. Really, when you think about it. And uh, of course, on the seventeenth, we had um, identical UFO sightings over uh, Phoenix, Arizona, El Paso, Texas, Manhattan, Richmond, Virginia. Identical daylight, high quality video. And I figured, you know, what can you say? All you can say is, yeah, it's some kids uh, with balloons. So that means uh, there must be a conspiracy of balloon pranksters out there.
0: Or. It could be. Or, there could be an or, underground. It could be a Facebook group. Oh, yeah,
1: it's a Facebook group. It's a Facebook conspiracy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, of course. Of course it is
0: john that's what the kids can do nowadays you're just kind of like you know you're you're uh yeah yeah your daughter how how about you just admit that how about shooting these things down if they're this there's and not only that but they're stationary this is what cracks me up yeah no no they're
1: station no they're not just have you seen the video have you even looked at it or are you so jaded you won't even look at look at the video now uh well you got me so if you I'm actually jaded. would take some time, go into the show notes at noagendashow.com, look it out there, you will be blown away by, and by the way, all the mainstream news, and I have two reports, which I'd like to share with you, are all, you know, they're not, then now they're just like, well, okay, it's UFOs, hope they're friendly. And, and I swear to God, and, and they're just and they're just making fun of it, and you know they put in X Files music. But let me uh, let me play uh, two clips before we get started. This is uh, so. Uh, first of all, over Manhattan. I mean, clear skies, blue skies. Obvious that these are uh, craft doing blue, things balloons, that yeah. uh, not any, balloons can't do. This, John, this is not these balloons. It, balloons are not capable of this type of formation and movement that they made. Uh, but they completely identical to what uh, was seen over El Paso. This news report, local from El Paso, really sums up how uh, uh, how real this is. Because of course, you know, we have to then make fun of it. Here, uh, oh, here we are. Hold on.
5: It's lights hovering above East El Paso tonight. What's even more strange? Very similar lights were spotted in Manhattan just two days ago. X Files music. Uh... Above the skies of Northeast and East El Paso tonight, a sight that was a little more than stunning. This is what one of our photographers, Ram Moreno, caught on video. One solitary light that appears to be falling in the sky. But that light suddenly breaks apart into two, then three separate lights.
0: Yeah, this is what balloons do all the time. Particularly, uh, the, the, the... actually these aluminum balloons that are not—they're they're not made out of. A, and a they rubber, go very,
1: and they go very fast. It's great how fast well, those aluminum start falling, balloons can go. They'll yeah, fall. they when they yeah. break.
0: They break up or whatever because they probably broke up already, and then they'll be in maybe in pieces. Right. And,
1: and and they have lights, so they have huge batteries on board. These aluminum balloons, John, is that what it is? It reflect if, the sun. Yes, it, at night. They reflect the sun at night. Okay, this is a nighttime video.
5: Those lights then just freeze in the air and begin to hover. Eventually, a fourth light can be seen. Then, the lights appear to be hovering and then moving in a strange pattern. Then, they all disappear. We received a lot of phone calls into our newsroom tonight from people in the northeast part of town and on the east side, all of them wanting to know what was going on. And the descriptions from everyone calling, basically the same one caller thought a plane was falling another thought it was a meteorite so
1: what, what would you do john if you were a, a good news organization
0: well if i was if i had seen this i would have at least tried to find the remote control pilot or something i would have probably followed up a little better than well, I, would well, call, th- wait, th- I would have called the air force ah, at least.
1: okay the report is not over Thanks. others you.
5: though said it looked like a ufo now you want to get really creepy check this video out just two days ago in the sky above manhattan people froze on the street there as they saw these three lights hovering in the middle of the day And check this out the three lights are close to each other then spread out into this triangle pattern now look at the pattern side by side this from manhattan and the other tonight in el paso i gotta tell you they do look eerily similar So let's do some investigative reporting well, tonight we did talk with the El Paso Airport spokeswoman. She says there were air show planes in the air tonight. Running through now,
1: this I love this. There were air show planes in the air tonight. Yeah. Now, th- n- as an aviator, I'll tell you that it happens <laughs> all the time. We always practice close formation at night. It's a v- it's very very smart. It really it hones your skills amazingly,
0: and we well, do it you know, in whisper the, no, mode no, wait, too. Wait. Wait, wait. There is a kind. I don't want to be. We now, do it this in is maybe whisper a sick mode. Comment, <laughs> yeah, but the Air Force Thunderbirds have been known to crash a lot, and so maybe. Uh, you well, know, they, they the did true. now,
1: John. and they hover, and you know they were doing some great maneuvers. We're, maybe they in Harriers. Yeah, we're <laughs> silent Harriers that hover. But now listen to how these
5: jabronis follow this one up. Maneuvers, though she couldn't tell us exactly which crews were doing that. Hmm. More exercises are going to happen tomorrow night as well
1: it's like and, and, and not only tonight are we doing these amazing silent harrier uh, lit uh, close flyby maneuvers in the dark we're going to do them again tonight
5: everybody just stick around we'll be here all week Ralia I know you are a believer. That little green men were floating around above us. Actually, we we're more like joking
6: about how they probably were
4: in Manhattan, and they were like, "Oh, these New Yorkers are too rude. Let's go somewhere nicer." Like,
5: south. <laughs> no,
1: the a- New Yorkers are too rude. Let's let's just go somewhere <laughs> else. Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, it's very funny. So, uh, but also over Richmond, Virginia that oh, well, well, may I'm have something to, to do with the clips <laughs> yeah. hold, on. You Guy, know,
1: Rich-
4: oh, hold on, listen to Richmond okay. I, got, I
1: got Richmond, Virginia
4: Richmond's fan district last weekend no it wasn't Mark Holmberg people who live there want to know Jonathan Martin from RVA TV gave us this video he shot last night near Floyd Avenue there it is, it shows a strange little ball of light Dude, dancing trying, in the right? air dozens of people reported seeing this unidentified shining eye this op-
1: is Richmond, Virginia, this is Spook Central you know, this. Is, why aren't the, the f-16 scramble to shoot this out of the sky
4: object in the fan area we spoke with one of the witnesses
1: looked like a star it was uh moving like a
3: bug real sporadic very quick and uh blinking on and off almost kind of like a code kind of like a morse code type blink. Yeah.
4: witnesses we spoke with say the strange light was moving in the air for about four hours
1: yeah yeah d- 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 please don't investigate don't don't send any uh uh F-16s or anything. John, there's only two possibilities. One truly as predicted, okay, <laughs> a, a day or two late, but you know, we had the whole minor thing that uh the miners were being saved, so the guy, you know, the the UFO is like, oh shit, oh, we're being usurped again, so we'll just wait until the coverage is over and then we'll come out. They do. As predicted, uh, <laughs> this is the crate. Normally when these predictions come out it's like, "Oh, they they didn't feel like it or it's not quite time yet or or you just didn't see them." But now it was simultaneously above multiple cities in the United States, the same formations, this exact same phenomena. So it's either real or it's perhaps Project Blue Beam, but that's another Oh, that's for that's no. for another day but
0: i'm i'm gonna project I'm, blue beam so everybody out there that <laughs> listens to our show has to go look this up now because you're gonna save it <laughs> no, for another day they
1: don't have to look it up it's in the show notes at no dot com. but i i'm willing to believe that this was real particularly the way that you know th- listen to this response from and th- you know th- in new york they had a guy from nasa on they had the spokesman from nasa the um What are they called? Space agency. Yes. The Solar System Ambassador. This guy is so bad. It's
0: like we. He's uh, what the Solar Solar System System Ambassador Ambassador
1: to the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Wait a minute. Who
0: gave him this job? The (laughs) Solar System, or somebody on Earth? Like the world series.
1: They actually ask him that in the report. But so the guy is like, he's like, uh, he's sitting there with his face. It's like, who can we put out there? Who can tell a bold-faced lie? And no one will care if it turns out that he was a liar, because he, he, the guy doesn't matter. That
6: in front of us right there, that man is Jason Kendall, and he has quite a title, Jason. The NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory Solar System Ambassador for all of New York City, whatever that means. <laughs> Thank it you, It sounds all. very important. We just want to let folks know, though, uh, at the bottom of the screen, there are all kinds of texts that people are sending in. I was actually reading some of them, their comments on uh, the UFO sightings or whatever it may be. Or so we'll whatever let folks it may be. That. Right, right. Good to have you with us, Jason.
5: Thank you. So right. we're getting some feedback
7: here, instant
3: feedback.
6: Yes, about instant what feedback. Talking about. Did you see what that was?
3: No, I didn't have the opportunity to see it. I live way up in Inwood in northern... No,
1: I'm the solar system ambassador. No one called me. They, 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 <laughs> did, they didn't knock at the embassy door Manhattan, so
5: we didn't see it up there. So down. you didn't see it. So here's what's happening today. There are a lot of conspiracy theories out there. They're flying... Conspiracy theories! There's no conspiracy will... theories.
1: There have conspiracy theories. Of course there are. This is network news. This is conspiracy. What do you think they really could be?
3: Well, one thing's for certain. The first thing that they're most likely not is spacecraft from another planet. Listen,
1: that... I'm the ambassador... No matter what you say, one thing's for certain. What they are not is spacecraft. From, this is unthinkable. Shut up, slaves. It's
3: unfortunately the case. They're pr- most likely not that. Uh, my personal theory is, is that they're most likely balloons. Yes, or...
1: balloons. Kids on Facebook with balloons. <laughs> yes. Prank by a kid. Kid but pr- prank by a kid. These kids are pretty damn sophisticated. I'm hiring this kid. You know, NASA should hire this kid, if you've got a kid who can make a prank this elaborate, in four cities at the same time.
3: There's other possibilities, too. They could be any number of things. It could be uh, they could be high-flying aircraft. They could be... High-flying aircraft. Mmm, Harrier jets. Something coming in from orbit. They could even be very... What? what? Something coming in from orbit, John. <laughs> he actually <laughs> said it. What does that mean? He actually said it. The craft. Uh, they could be th- something coming in from orbit.
1: Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's something coming in from orbit, uh, from a foreign solar system. Like what, Mister Ambassador? It could even be very, very high
3: altitude. Hmm. Clouds. That's
1: clouds,
7: clouds, clouds.
0: Oh yes,
3: it's clouds. <laughs> clouds are not flying them. Loosen clouds, but they do look. All the pictures do look very compelling and they're very interesting, and uh, they do seem to be. Uh, they do seem to be certainly flying. <laughs> I'm really happy that that's not. <laughs> Is the jabroni of all
6: jabronis life from another planet, and we're not being invaded, Jason? <laughs> well, that would be good. I, I'm,
3: yeah. I'm personally glad. It's not about a that good too. time right now. You We've know, what, as long as they're it's not
1: a good time. We're not. We're not in a very welcoming mood. What do you mean? You're the ambassador. You should be there with open arms. saying, hello, welcome. What else does an ambassador do? You host people from foreign solar systems.
7: Yeah, <laughs> If they want to come in, they watch us, that's
1: fine. So have there been similar... No, as long as it's good for the ratings, right? Sightings like this in our area...
3: Um, to the best of my knowledge, no. I, I don't know. Uh, any- I, uh, anyway, so th- let's just get the guy's title and then we're done with it. Yes. Uh, I volunteer with New York with uh, NASA and Jet Propulsion Laboratory based out of Pasadena. And I do public outreaches with them on <laughs> uh, NASA missions that are currently happening in uh, in space today. So. Yeah, and I lie uh, for a paycheck. Uh, we talk about lots of things all over town. I give talks and uh, yeah. do uptown stargazing all oh, in the yeah. uh, How does he get that gig?
1: <laughs> (laughs) I don't know. I want it though. (coughs) I want to be the solar system Adam Curry, solar system ambassador. Hello. Welcome. How you doing? Welcome to the embassy. I'll build a little landing pad here at the hilltop watchtower. No problem. So uh, this is just real. Every single response, all the stupid answers, these jabronis they roll out, it means it's real. This was a real occurrence. And I strongly urge you, John, to at least take a look at the video.
0: Because you All you're, right. I'll take a look at the video. I'll check it out. I'll give it the once over. I'll look it over good. Yeah, you give it the once over. You're such a non-believer. Such a non. I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe somebody. <laughs> will... Hello. Who's there? I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. And well, unfortunately, we, we, we California
1: go. was completely, at least Southern California, completely clouded over. You couldn't see. You couldn't even see the road, let alone something going on in the sky. I'm sure they were there. Mm. Okay, well, I'm glad that we got that out of the way. Yeah, well, me too, John, you non-believer. You you you, S- bl- you balloon Denial- boy conspiracy denialist. De- de- theorist denialist, you. Miss
0: so you let's uh, go. We do have some producers this week, so we should credit them while we, while the crediting is good. That's nice. Nice to know. Well, first of all, uh, we do have the, the last two of our ten, ten, ten nights, which will be given exclusive executive producer slots. Mm-hmm. Boris Marinoff and Frederick Guimol. Boris Marinoff. With a v.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: Frederick... Guimol. Right. Guimol,
1: Guimol.
0: yes. Who was concerned that he didn't get one earlier. Um, and then uh, for this week, uh, our donors for this week include... Uh, Soon to be, uh, I think he's a new knight, <coughs> Adam Burke Piles. Oh,
1: with- yeah, this is um, uh, the uh, the proprietor
0: of the Pocket No Agenda app, right? And he's also does Real Punk Radio uh, and uh, Core Documents, and we and really and appre- release anywhere.
1: And we really appreciate his uh, Pocket No Agenda app, and I believe that this is uh, proceeds from the app. And it is, uh, without a doubt, the best app to use for the show. Uh, the bat signal comes through on it. Uh, you engage your iPhone, and immediately you get the live stream. It's a great app. Great job, and thank you for the support, and thank you for the work.
0: And uh, His fun. gross amount was uh, $500. Eric Hertha, Coral Gables, Florida, $400. He's also Just, an executive producer? He's also an executive producer uh, mm-hmm. under the... The rank of executive producer. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I just got my Ruby. tax money back. Lots of Obama money. Here's your cut. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Can you mention www.hospitalitybusinessnews.com? Sure. Which is curious because I'm a. Uh, I've spoken to the hospitality industry more than a few times, and I'm a subscriber to the hospitality magazine. Whatever. Well,
1: it if is. You, if if you uh, are so hospitable, you should be a little more kind towards our alien visitors.
0: Well, if I get get more speak, speaking gigs for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, listen, aliens, if you want to turn John into a believer, just get him some speaking gigs. You gotta like yeah. ab- abduct him. Give him, yeah, him an yeah, anal probe or something.
0: Small. Yeah. Thomas Nussbaum, another executive producer, three thirty seven eighty eight, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um uh, no final stranger third to of my show. birthday, ten thirteen sixty five. I didn't get a birthday shout out for being the thirteenth with the UFOs and all. Yep. My donations were on the 7th, 14th, and 21st. So he's uh, a knight. He will be a knight today. He's going to be a knight. And 7 plus 14 plus 21 equals 42. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Creative. And finally, uh, an associate executive producer came in, Marco Scari, from Columbia, the great city of Columbia, South Carolina. Marco Scari? S-C-A-R-I. Could it be scary? Or we just say Scary. You think that's. It'd be Scary. It wouldn't be Scary. Nobody wants that for their last name.
1: <laughs> I, I know they don't want it, but it
0: could <laughs> be. When they would co- pronounce it differently.
1: So we uh, completely appreciate the uh, support uh, from our executive producers, our standalone executive producers, who of course are left over and will be mentioned today as special credit standalone for their 101010 donations. And uh, this program would not exist without you. We have no other means of financing it. We do not intend to finance it any other way so we can remain true and we can have uh, a real honest conversation about visitors from and children from other lands. Of course, this is a, a very real credit. It works just the way it works in Hollywood. When you contribute to uh, the movie or the television series, this is what you get. Go ahead and turn on the television if you really must, and you'll see exactly this happening. Uh, The only difference between a a Hollywood credit and our credit is that we will actually vouch for you. So, you
0: know, apparently somebody watched the last episode of House, and there were 13 executive producers there individually (laughs) named. Yeah, awesome. How many do you need? Yeah, well, it's an expensive show. Yeah, it is. Duh cost a million bucks to produce that show so
1: boris marinoff frederick Gu- Guimau, uh our standalone executive producers executive producers for episode 245 adam burkpile uh eric hertha thomas nussbaum thank you so much and of course our associate exec- executive producer marco Scari, Scari, scary Scari. thank you so much everyone else out there go out and propagate our formula it's the least you can do our formula is this we go out we hit people in the mouth out. Say everybody, now you know what to do. Shut up, slaves! <laughs> Shut up, stupid slaves. So we might as well go... Oh, wait a minute, I'm sorry. I had uh, one PR mention that I wanted to... Uh, and this comes along with the idea of the Primer Show, which you and I have actually discussed. A lot of good ideas coming in for that. And still good... Uh, Uh, good ideas coming in at the drop, drop.io slash n-a-primer, P-R-I-M-E-R. Some good testimonials there. Uh, This is from uh, Ryan Braidlove. I've donated in the past, was the producer uh, that suggested the drive for three. This was the March 3rd uh, funding drive we did. Recently started a new PR initiative for uh, the show called No Agenda Shots. This is uh, how you vaccinate the populace with uh, a little shot of no agenda. Uh, The idea came from all the political emails my friends send me. I've created an account on YouTube called No Agenda Shots. Uh, And with this, the No Agenda producers have the ability to send short No Agenda clips to their friends and post them on forums, Twitter, and Facebook. So far, I have 12 shots posted. And, of course, I'll put the link in the show notes so you can propagate those. Uh, They're short little bits. And he plans on doing three every single episode from now on. Episode number one is Germany Boy. Germany Boy. So essentially he's oh. taking little, uh, f- you know, three to six minute clips of the show, which are uh, right. Re- he's represent- doing what,
0: uh, right. That's, that's actually a skill, by the way.
1: It's a total skill to, to have to, you know, to edit that, get the right piece out. That's, that's really the trick. Make it short. And then, um, and so what he's done is he's, uh, he pasted the, uh, the album art over the audio. And this was, uh, of us in our later hosen with the drunken goat. Mm-hmm. That was the Germany boy episode. He says, I plan on playing for, ad- applying for ads on YouTube. Uh, if successful, getting an ad partnership, which is tough because they put you through some rigorous uh, terrorism testing, I will donate 67% of all ad revenues to No Agenda, allowing me to keep the magic number 33%. I believe this PR initiative will create an excellent viral campaign, hopefully a source of money. Uh, we hope so, too. And if not uh, just for money, getting these things going viral is uh, its a big deal. You know, I receive hundreds of emails between shows and a lot of it is just that. It's like viral stuff, you know? Like you know what went really viral this week? The uh, uh, the rent is too damn high party. That guy. guy, yeah. I love this guy. How come we don't have a guy like this in uh, California? I'd vote for him immediately. We do. Who is Jerry it? Brown? <laughs> nah, he doesn't this guy, he not only does he look the business, he talks the business. And maybe not everyone who listens to the show, certainly not worldwide, has heard this. We have a, a gubernatorial race on in New York City, and there's, I think, seven candidates. One of New which, York State, yeah. New York State. I'm sorry. One of which is a former uh, escort madam, who, by the way, I also like because she said something. I don't have a sound clip of her, but she said, uh, "You know, most of the most of the, all politicians are whores. I'm the only one that will actually admit to dealing with them for real," which I thought was a great line but the rent is too damn high guy man i this guy uh, he's he's yeah that, of, he's that's the name of his party by the way yeah i know rent is too yeah. damn high you know like, no, i know i, I represent saying, the rent no. is
2: too damn high party people <laughs> working eight hours a day and 40 hours a week to some a summer, third job
1: women can't afford to take care of their children feed their children breakfast lunch and dinner my main job is to provide a roof over your head food on the table and money in your pocket this is politics as usual Playing a silly game. It is not going to happen. The rent too damn high. Movement. The people I'm here to represent can't afford to pay their rent. They're being laid off right now as I speak. They can't eat breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Listen, someone's stomach, child's stomach, just growled. Did you hear it? You gotta listen like me. Okay. Let's Mr. talk McCullin? about the issue. Mr. People can't Mr. Mr. not thirty Stop.
8: seconds for you, sir. Rent is too damn high. Rent is too damn high. I
0: love that guy. I like the way he he he, he tails off with the with his message.
1: Well, they well they also closed his mic
0: yeah I know, but that made it even better they didn 't realize it because <laughs> they didn't they didn 't pot him down fast enough
1: <laughs> but he 's also uh, he 's a karate expert and yeah, uh, along, along with, the, uh, with being a karate expert he 's wearing the gloves because you know they 're registered dangerous weapons, so I think these are more like holsters instead of gloves. Um, what I like about him is that you know part of the karate, karate vibe is you, you know you don 't talk trash about people, you just kick their ass if you have to and you don't, you're not a nasty. karate
2: expert, I will not
1: talk about anyone up here. Because our children can't afford to live anywhere.
2: Nowhere. There's nowhere to go. Once again, why? You said it. The rent is too damn high. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> and everyone's already chanting it. It's great. It's got everything in it that you need. I want this guy. I
0: mean, he looks like a leader. He, he... he looks like a nut.
1: No, he's great.
0: That beard. I mean, how do you get your beard to look like that?
1: Have you seen Abraham Lincoln's beard? I mean, he come went, on. Didn't the...
0: Have... the guy has a skunk beard. It's white so and black. What? So what?
1: I like the guy. And he had the best response ever to gay marriage of any single politician I've ever heard. Mr. Cuomo.
9: Uh, hold on. Here it comes. First i I'm with Jimmy, the rent is too damn high. Yeah.
1: All right, so Cuomo, oh, let me jump on the bandwagon. So here it is, the, uh, what do you think about gay marriage? <laughs> rent too damn high, party for If you want to marry a shoe, I'll marry you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to marry a shoe, I'll marry you. And now, I'm sorry. The guy That's is... A he's a libertarian. He's a sure. winner. He's a winner is what he's I so say. Bitter. We need more guys like this. Win all the way. Go rent too damn high, party guy. You go. Hell yeah. So, um... You have nothing to say because you know the guy's good.
0: I like the guy. All right. I mean, he's the most highest entertainment value candidate in in the campaign this year. In fact, I haven't seen too many. The closest that we've come is the Aqua Buddha. I haven't seen the Aqua Buddha. Oh... Well, here, uh, take a look. It's, uh, well, just play the clip, the Rand Paul clip that I uh, sent off.
1: Okay, here we go.
0: Anonymous quotes from a GQ magazine article, and it was
9: a hot topic at a weekend debate between the two candidates.
8: When is it ever a good idea, a good idea to tie up a woman and ask her to kneel before a false idol, your god that you call Buddha. Jack, you know how we tell when you're lions when your lips are moving, okay? Okay. <laughs> You're accusing me of crimes. You just do you know nothing about the process. You're going to stand up there and accuse me of a crime for 30 years ago from some anonymous source. How ridiculous are you? Hey,
1: what was this about? I didn't hear about this
0: one. Well, this is the debate with the uh, with uh, Rand Paul. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the guy running against him, whose name eludes me, but he came out with, apparently uh, GQ published something about Rand Paul, like when he was in college, Uh he he used to, I guess, make women get naked and put handcuffs behind their back and then get on their knees and worship the Aqua Buddha. (laughs) <laughs> okay,
1: I'm I'm liking Rand Paul more now, too.
0: Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. And it's like, wait a minute, what? what and there's no references. You can't find out anything about this quote-unquote aqua Buddha. Aqua Buddha! And it's pretty obvious what we're talking about here.
1: Yeah, a bong.
0: Yeah, I got, no. Well, that could be, I was thinking a little more lewd, but uh, what were you, what, I got your aqua, you know, the wet Buddha, you know, you got to worship him. Get on your knees, woman. Oh, the and, wet Buddha. <laughs> the wet Buddha. <laughs>
2: And so nobody's I like the bong picking.
1: better. I think the bong is is closer to reality. You know the dude
0: was probably token away. Oh, he looks like he still is. Yeah, <laughs> but but he got so adamant when this guy called him out on it. And, but the thing was, it was like such a stupid thing to call him out on because you knew it was something. Bo- it was bogus. bogus.
1: Of course, it's bogus. That's funny. And
0: uh, and but this this Aqua Buddha is like a meme. I th- it should be a meme. The funny thing is, and you didn't hear about it. It just basically floated around the right wing media a little bit and never got into the mainstream because, as funny as it is, instead everybody went with. It, with the uh, with the rents too high guy, yeah. and they left the Aqua Buddha out, and they, they left
1: it the on the B- table.
0: They, they <laughs> left <laughs> the Aqua Buddha on the table. There was there the, the Aqua Buddha was left flaccid.
1: <laughs> I think you deserve and a little. In the morning. Oh, you get one for oh, that. You oh, before we continue, John, a moment of uh, silence and thought and prayer and thanks to Bob Guccione Jr. who passed away. He did? Yes, 73 years old. Of course, the uh, publisher of Penthouse Magazine. Yeah. And uh, many an Aqua Buddha has
0: has stood before his magazine. That's what I would think. (laughs) I had to meet him once. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Seemed like a pretty cool guy. At his apartment. He had a party at his apartment uh, in New York. You
1: got around, didn't you,
0: back in the day? Yeah. And. he was just exactly the way. I mean, everything that you would think it's stereo, just stereotyped the whole scene. Boom. That was it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So it's exactly what did you get laid? I didn't get laid, unfortunately.
1: Was there some laying going on?
0: I don't know. It was hard to tell because it was like the girls that were there and there's just tons of them really had a kind of a kind of a creepy quality that was... They were gorgeous, but it was like there's something really off. It wasn't yeah. a comfortable uh, place to be. Well, you know, that's what the Playboy Mansion has
1: become, because uh, I know a lot of people... and It's kind of like... It used to be an exclusive thing for celebrities, and, you know, if you... Oh, I got an invite to the mansion. But now it's literally a whorehouse where you uh, you go to the party... The girls are bussed in, so then they can't even leave. They can only leave with the bus. And you get a token, and you can buy tokens, and a token is, like, you know, good for $100. And, uh, you know, you can only surmise what that gets you in the grotto. But it's literally become, like, a, a place to get laid for 100 bucks. <laughs> I mean, I, I know tons of guys who are like, God, yeah, what the Playboy Mansion? It was really fucking creepy. You know, you get a token, and the girls like, you got any tokens? Got any tokens? You can give them a token, and they blow you. It's like, huh? <laughs> That's not the Playboy Mansion was supposed to be like you know crazy and nutty and you know the the Bill Cosby would be hanging out and uh, and all the you know all the the people you wouldn't yes. expect to be doing nutty stuff but not like paying for sex <laughs> wasn't supposed to be paying for it.
0: it go to weird. Nevada?
1: Yeah, it's just weird. It's really weird. It's sad. Sad days. Good times are gone. All yep. over
0: that's because the government has taken over as we now know with the uh, as we read and try to understand better by the way i did get some more notes on the 10th amendment thing that we're promoting and uh, <laughs> yeah, again
1: this little thing that was written a couple of years ago we're trying to promote that yeah <laughs> we're nobody to, else is trying to promote this although i have to say
0: amendment. the the virginia governor this guy robert uh, bob mcdonald uh is seems to be uh part of a uh Virginia pulled a quick one on Obama and their health care plan. They passed a law before the health care plan passed, a Virginia law that says nobody can force you to to buy insurance. Right. Well, this is exactly this is the right thing to do. So they passed this, and so as soon as Obamacare was passed, they sued the government using the Tenth Amendment mm-hmm. as their basis. And I got a couple of clips here that are, that are kind of enlightening, and I want to bring out a, a few more. Th- and obviously, this Robert McDonald is uh, partly behind this. He's a, the newer governor there. And I want to say it, what's interesting to me is now you're starting to see subtle propaganda aimed at Virginia, specifically. Yeah, like UFOs flying over it. Well, it's not the UFO so much, but you like in Foreign Policy magazine. There's a very negative blog posting, and there's it's just they make Virginia look like a bunch of old Confederate whack jobs. Can
1: I can I just uh, for our foreign listeners who may be new, and I do see new some new people in the chat room, noagendachat.net, Agenda Chat dot net is uh, what we're talking about here is the Tenth Amendment. It is a part of the United States Constitution, our constitutional laws, because. The way the United States was originally set up and still should be today is the states have um, their own l- rules and laws that precede or overrule anything the federal government may try to do. In fact, the federal government really can't impose
0: anything on the states. But this has been forgotten. Unless, wait, unless it's specifically in the Constitution unless or, a, unless a, or yeah. it has something to do with the laws in the Constitution, right. like fine-tuning them. Right,
1: okay. And uh, and so forcing uh, the purchasing of insurance, which was and of course, this is why we have a president who was a constitutional lawyer, he says, um, is because, you know, words matter. You twist stuff around and say, well, this is uh, under the constitutional uh, for the general good of the population. Something. Isn't that it? Isn't that what they, they sold this as? that the government can make this rule and force us to buy insurance? Well, actually, the
0: government uses a couple of different things typically to, to ram their federal legislation down the throats of the public. One is the Commerce, commerce Clause.
1: Commerce Clause, right.
0: Which is the fact that anything that has to do with anything that goes on between the states can be governed by the federal uh, government, which which is what they're going to try to do with the marijuana thing, which we're going to talk about later. If it passes, the government's going to come right after California using the Commerce Clause saying that, well, you're not going to be able to keep it in California. And somebody's going to take some of the dope they buy in California and sell it in Nevada. So now it's subject to the Commerce Clause. That's what they're going to do. The other one is the taxation laws. And that's what they're trying to pull with this thing that Virginia did. And I want to before I play the McDonald clip where he talks about the Tenth Amendment, this beautiful clip, which I thought was just hilarious, was uh, Greta Van Susteren did this report, by the way. And it was, um, let's see, what is the name of this? clip? It's called the health, Bear, the health care bill. Now, if you remember when they, uh, as a new tax, when, if you remember when they passed it, they said, no, 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 it's not a tax. You know, you, you know you're going to get fined if you don't yeah, take Yeah, by, health... by the IRS. It's not a tax. By the IRS. <laughs>
5: but the
1: IRS
0: will fine you. The <laughs> IRS will fine you. But it's not a tax. It's not a tax. It's not a tax because Obama said there's no new taxes. So play this clip.
10: One of the questions came up today, which is i got to tell you, is my favorite of all is the question is that when this was passed, as I recall um, the House and the Senate uh, who, those people in favor of it and the President of the United States said, no, no, no this is not a tax. This they is were not tax. about it. The emphatic politicians because and no one wanted to raise taxes. Now though the lawyers are in court for the federal uh, for, the, uh, for the federal government, the Justice Department, and now they say it is a tax. That's so right. So there's a little bit of a little they, they should talk to each other a little bit, but why does it matter if it's a tax or not well first of
9: all i call that a flop flip because they started with the right position flop flip is supposed to be a flip-flop
0: He calls it a flop flip.
9: It's not a tax. And it matters because Congress has the power to tax. So if this is a tax, the the legislation is saved under the taxing power, even if they didn't have the power to do it as a regulation of commerce under the Commerce Clause. So this is their fallback provision. That's that's the significance in this case of the tax argument.
10: In terms of looking at the statute, the House originally used the word tax. It went over to the Senate, and the Senate quickly got rid of the word tax. So the final uh, bill, does it use the word tax at all?
9: Not to describe the failure to buy the government mandated health insurance. There are all kinds of taxes in the final bill, but if you don't buy the government approved health insurance, what is assessed against you in the bill is called a penalty, not a tax.
0: Right, or a fine. Yeah. Right. Which is, by the way, we have, you know, I was listening to somebody the other day going on about how we have the lowest taxes in the world.
1: Please, br- please, brother. No way. And we it have was the like, highest.
0: We have the, probably the highest in the world if you count all the, the, the various, uh, you know, levies like, uh, you know, fines and penalties and, and screwball taxes on your gasoline your airport you know, tax. I, I, rent, I went rent a car. A,
1: it's, I went down to a DMV to register the uh, um, the the Saab. the Saab in my name. I have the uh, 1999 Saab Niner 3 convertible, silver, with the lights always on. And um, I paid three grand for this thing. I had a usage fee, a usage fee, which I guess is uh, another word for tax, of $460. (laughs) That's
0: that's like 11% of the price of the car. What is the usage fee? What is that? It's a tax. It's just a way to take your money. It doesn't do anything. It just goes right into the tax coffers.
1: it It was like, what? $460. 460 is is that a percentage tax or is that a fee No nah, they just fee?
0: nick you for anything they can. And you paid it, didn't you? Well, I had to. Yeah. Otherwise yeah. you n- no yeah, car now for the you, government's slave. got it.
1: Yeah, but but it, uh, who cow- how does it, what is this based upon? the car is Nothing. It, it, uh-huh.
0: This is like, you know, you you rent a car in this country, and it's like, oh, great, $19 a day, and you you walk out of there, it's $65 a day. There's the airport tax, there's the lot tax, there's the fee tax, there's the usage tax, and there's this fee, and that fee, and the other fee, and the next thing you know, you pay twice as much, and I mean, it's ridiculous.
1: And you know what I do when I, I don't rent cars anymore, barely, but I'll fart in the seat and smoke, just to (laughs) to spite them,
0: you you rip-offs. Uh, Doesn't you know? This, the, what difference does it make? It's not the—it's not the rental car it makes company. Makes me feel to, better. Oh, okay. Well, that—if that works. Okay. Well, here's Robert McDonald, Virginia Governor, discussing what they did, part of it, and how important the Tenth Amendment is, and how we've just completely dropped the ball on this, and apparently Virginia's picked it up.
10: Governor, nice to see you. And, Thanks, Barbara. uh The Commonwealth of Virginia you're taking on the big guys, You're taking on the feds.
7: In healthcare, yeah, it's uh, there's a number of things that we're. Looking at uh, that, we're trying to restore some meaning to the Tenth Amendment, and frankly, just to try to do locally what's uh, what's best for the people of Virginia. Mr. Jefferson said, "The government closest to the people governs governs best." Well, that's Richmond, and not Washington. So, yeah, the federal health care bill—it's about health care—but the lawsuit that we uh, that we have uh, filed is really more about what is the balance of power between the state and the federal government. Is the con- is the Commerce Clause so broad that it could have a mandate by Congress uh, that would deprive view of your property if you fail to buy insurance and so that's what's at stake here and I think uh, over these next uh Months and years, we're going to have a very robust debate in this country about what are the what are the limits of federal power, what does the Tenth Amendment mean, and if it means something, let's get it restored to, to rebalance the state-federal power.
10: What's well, sort of interesting because you have the health care battle, and, what, uh, and in the course of the health care battle, you do have sort of the states, the Commonwealth of Virginia as well, sort of rising up almost against the the power of the of the big federal government, and that, that seems to be sort of a shift that we haven't seen much of that lately.
7: No, I think for probably 60, 70 years, the uh, the federal courts uh, have upheld acts of both Democrat and Republican Congress uh, Congress that have. Probably, in my view, overstepped the bounds that Madison and Jefferson and and uh, Mason put in place some 230 years ago, and so this is uh, this is what you're seeing now, particularly with this uh, rapid march to the left that this Congress has taken over the last uh, couple of years now, okay, with uh, things like health care. Yeah, uh,
0: of course. So now, he's not the most erudite with this Tenth Amendment thing. He knows there's something he's going boring. on. He's, he's, he's
1: boring is what he
0: is. Boring. He's a little on the boring side. It's not working that way. And she doesn't really understand that there's a movement afoot. I mean, she's just kind of like playing along. Uh, you know, She's a lawyer anyway. She's just mostly concerned with the law. She's got the weirdest face. Well, she's had a facelift, which makes her look even I don't know weirder.
1: If Riz had a facelift, and she's just, she, she just, it's weird. It's just weird.
0: Yeah, she has a weird face. But be, anyway, the doesn't point is, is that. doesn't matter. I like her. We're missing out. I mean, the, the, this Tenth Amendment thing is still hasn't caught. I mean, I think our listeners, after hearing us discuss it in some sort of a meaningful way, and if anyone's read the nullification book by Woods, uh, they'll have a handle on it. But if you don't do that, then you, in fact, I got a note don't. from somebody the yeah. other day saying, well, you know, the good thing, I'm, I'm, a, I'm all with you on this. I'm a federalist. And I said, what do you, and he said, he, he misused the word, the, the idea, you know, because we have a federal government, we have all these states, they all have power. and so if you're all for that, you're a federalist. That's not true. If you really look at the definition of federalist, the federalists are people who believe in big federal government. Yeah, They want the centralized government to be a national government, and there is a movement in this country that's been going on since the uh, since the Roosevelt administration, at least, uh, that." that promotes the idea of a national government, which is what we're trying to avoid, because a national government doesn't serve the interests of the people in the various states. The country's too big. In fact, during the... uh, um Civil War in the 1800s, if you read any of the documents that were floating around, most of of the Europeans at the time all felt, you know, because they thought that the England should own half of the country and France should own the other half, the South. And everybody in Europe, especially these countries, not anybody in Russia, obviously, but the countries in most of the European countries all believed that the United States at the time in the 1800s, when it wasn't completely filled out, was too big. To govern by a central government, it was way too big. It had to be hacked up, and they were actually partially responsible well, for the. Well, ha- uh,
1: having read uh, nullification, uh, the, the, what it really boils down to is language. Th- this is this is what I see as as the big problem because it's all about interpretation of how something was written back in the day. What what was meant with it by um, those standards, and how language, literally language, is interpreted today? That's what I'm seeing is a, a huge difference between uh, interpretations, and that's basically that's all that lawyers do. They just speak a different language and they translate, and we're like, oh, whatever the lawyer said, so. But it's about the words, and it's uh, you know the right to bear arms. He even goes into uh, a re- a well regulated militia, which in uh, when the Constitution was written meant organized. You know, so there are a whole bunch of different things that the word. It's like the word "gay." You know, it meant something different back then. And this is this is the problem: is that these you change the language, and then I guess you can interpret the Constitution differently.
0: Well, the point is, it seems pretty, when you start to boil it down, it's pretty obvious that that, that these changes are, have not been a positive thing. They're not beneficial by any means. And I want to just point out to people out there that a Federalist is somebody who is against this, the Tenth Amendment movement, therefore a national government, a Federalist, and the Republicans have, their half their party or more are Federalists, and half the Democrats or all of them are Federalists in the sense that they want a big national government to run everything. And Few people that are part of the Tenth Amendment movement, and you can look it up on Google, there's a number of websites floating around, but it's just beginning, have finally gotten a clue about the fact that we're getting screwed by this, 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 this other model. It's no good. I have the a, country is, in fact, as they believed in the 1800s, too big to govern from a central location like that, and you can see it every time, every time you look around. I have a jingle. Yeah. Anyway, that's nice. my little... That's just a rhyme. Now I want to belabor well, the point. We've talked about it to death.
1: Well, I, I will say, constitution or not, um, there's a reason why we have uh, only two certified listeners in France. Only two. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Gitmo Nation, Stinky Cheese. Um, I, I have been... Fo- of course, this news is barely trickling through to the United States of Gitmo. Because God forbid anyone get an idea, but good on you, Frenchies. They, the French just said, first of all, the French work less than anybody. They uh, they retire earlier at sixty, not none of this sixty-five bull crap. Sixty. They work thirty-five hours a week. They uh, got great wine. Okay, they got hairy women, but they, that, you know that's okay. that's part of that's part of their culture. They got great yeah, stinky cheese. This is
0: last opportunity for a donation. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. I'm about to. That's really, okay.
0: I'll, that doesn't matter. No French are listening to this show.
1: <laughs> two, of, we we know of two Fabrice. listeners. Yeah, with Fabrice and some, one other guy, Pierre. And, uh, and, and their productivity is, is relatively high. Now, so the bankers, of course, came in and screwed everyone, everyone over. And, you know, now that we, all this, Fake debt, money that was never there in the first place, and now the slaves. You know what can we? Do? How can we spin this to get something more out of the slaves? Oh yeah, we'll call it austerity measures, and we'll tell everybody. And it's happening across all the United States of Europe. Everybody has to work two years longer. You can't retire uh, at your designated age. Of course, there is a huge amount of people set to retire. You know, the 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 grayification of uh, the United States of Europe is well in play, and uh, so the French. Uh, government napoleon over there Sarkozy says you guys gotta you, know, you gotta work uh, you gotta raise that pension age from 60 to 62 and the french go uh, i don't think so you could suck my penis we are not doing this and they they stop immediately no there's no oil there's no gas they're not picking up the trash and everyone is like screw you and you know what they'll cut off your head Because we've done it before. We're going to cut your head off, bitches. We're going to cut it off. And the government is afraid of them. That's what it is. They're afraid of the people. And it works. And I got to say, if I was in Europe right now, I'd move to France. <laughs> nice timing on the train. Whistle. That was amazing. Nice timing. All right, all right, just Mr. Hill. The train Hiller.
0: to the uh, concentration camp for you, my friend. <laughs> yes. I I am just in this awe. Is, this I am sacrilegious.
1: Come on, I'm in. No, awe. No, the French
0: they will they will they don't put up with crap. I mean, and then then on the local level they don't either. I'm always reminded of the, of the of the of the of the wine strike that took place where they had. This was like we talked about this on the show a couple of years ago when the uh, the apparently some of the big wine producers were were trucking in wine from Spain to be blended with French wine, so they could sell plunked in the grocery stores. And the French, uh, they, they with masks on, they a bunch of Zorros. They would just they would hijack these uh, yeah, these exactly. tankers and then then just take the guy out and march him into the uh, woods and, and and take his pants off and then dump the wine down the sewer. <laughs> It's great, but
5: with, this is what we need.
1: This this is where we, we need got no to go. We have balls in this country. Well,
0: stop. No, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there because
1: it is starting, and I think we have a tremendous opportunity. We have a very, very, very small window here, but I would like to suggest something because we can't. Dissent matters. By the way, uh, you know, I think you said on the last show. Yeah. What can one guy do? Well, I think uh, we've the most emailed story that I received, at least, was of this. Um, express jet pilot who said you know what screw you actually he was a first officer so co-pilot for most people he said screw you i'm not going to let you look at me naked i am not going to come to work every single day and be felt up by a bunch of freaks i'm just not going to do it and stop! An- enough already with the body scanner i'm not going to do it no way and uh, i think that we have a tremendous opportunity right now, right here, for everybody to opt out of the body scanner. That will be a perfect way. I and mean, it's being, because if we don't, right now it's optional. You're opt out. He's an opt out, opt out, opt out, opt out. It's optional right now. But if we don't, it's going to become mandatory.
0: Oh, it's uh, yeah. Well, now, by the way, we did have a uh, one of our listeners uh, ran into one of, just an open website. I guess the TSA had posted a bunch of their memos, and they sent these in. And it was interesting to they were it was essentially it was the responses to people who phone in and complain. And I'm going to give you some phone numbers and some email addresses where you can do this. By the way, in a minute, oh, I will we'll put look.
1: them in the show notes I, because they were all blocked out. It was a Freedom of Information Act uh, document. And by the way, great job to our producer there for, uh, for finding that. Yeah, and
0: that. One, of, but one of the things that I noticed in there, it was the language that, no, you should, you, you, I, we apologize to the woman, because these are all people that phoned in after the fact and bitched. So we apologized to the woman and told her that she had the opportunity to opt out. Or. And, or or opt out and for a pat down, or to walk through the metal detector. Which in is patently
1: word, not true, because I have had this happen, I opted out. There was a metal detector. No pat down for you.
2: Pat down. Pat down. Pat down.
0: Yeah. So they are either lying to the public about the about the about going through the metal detector instead of the pat down because it's a hundred percent pat down. You're absolutely right and a hassle. They'll make you wait. They'll make you stand by yourself. They'll point at you. They they try to humiliate you for not going through the yep. thing because they want to yep. see you naked or whatever yep. the deal is. Yep. We know the thing's not effective. There's been eighty five million flights without an incident, without those idiotic can give devices. You they have radi- they give X radiation out. They probably cause cancer and other things. And I'm sure that the staff there is gonna have all kinds of lawsuits, which is gonna cost you, the taxpayer, the money at the point where some of these guys who work for the TSA start suing the TSA for their working conditions, and the whole thing is a fiasco, so, I, and I, I, uh, we I, do have to. And they, I, the, the pilot, by the way, the latest news as it came in tomorrow is that he's probably going to be fired.
1: Yes, and uh, and I hope to God he sets up a PayPal account. I will send him money. I will, I will send him my money, and I think li- we can support this guy, but th- the real way to support what he's done is everybody needs to do the same thing, opt out, because... They are now selling this, and this is the blatant lie. I got I got two clips here. One from a former FAA, um, the former FAA administer, who, by the way, all pilots hate, hate it, but that's an aside, uh, who actually states with a blatant lie that the naked body scanners speed up the process. Bull crap. They slow it down. It takes longer it takes longer than going through the metal detector. The metal detector is you're in, you're out. You're in, you're out. You're in, you're out. The naked body scan, you got to stand there, assume the position with your hands above your head, you know, because that of course lifts the breasts up. That makes it that, that's hornier for the guy backstage. But then you've got the mainstream media who, and this is this is this is what you got to watch out for. This is why I say we have a very small window because it's going to become mandatory. We've got Al Roker, Al Roker, who is uh, the national weatherman for NBC. Who I've worked with on many occasions when I worked at WHTZ, Zoo 100, everybody, in New York City and did the morning show, The Morning Zoo. <laughs>
0: hey, everybody! In the morning.
1: And uh, this was back when he was really fat. He's lost all that weight. I think he had uh, one of those uh, stomach uh, things stapled. Stapled, yeah. Um, I can tell you, the guy is a dick, a total jerk off. He is an egocentric, uncollegiate, uh, what's the word? He uh, he's uncollegiate, up, yeah, uncollegiate. Screws over his colleagues. He's a total jackass. Really, I mean, I've worked with this guy. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe he's like he hogs everything. It has to be all about him. He's a dick, dick, dick. And so he apparently has some. How do you mor- really feel? Oh, I hate this guy. He's a shithead, total dork. And uh, he has a morning show on the Weather Channel, and he and he does the story and listen to how he talks about this. Uh, incidents.
11: ...but it's certainly going to be very pesky. But, Al, I love seeing that snow on the map.
2: It's coming, baby. All right. Well, now, here's a question for you. Should pilots be screened board planes the same way as passengers? Well, there's one pilot who doesn't think so. And last week, he stood up for that belief, but it did come with a price.
1: Evidently, uh, they, they um, saw my... This, by the way, is the pilot. It's the first bit of actual audio, which I think is kind of cool.
2: Uh, discomfort with the situation as a threat to air transportation security. Michael Roberts, a pilot for Houston-based Express Jet Airlines, was barred from passing through security at Memphis International Airport just last Friday after he refused a full body scan or a manual pat-down.
3: bottom line is I'm not especially comfortable with being
2: risked by a uh, agent of the federal government every day on my way to work. Transportation Security Administration officials say pilots are not exempt from the same security screening procedures imposed on other airline travelers. And in regards to the body scan, TSA states the following. Advanced imaging technology is optional for all passengers. Passengers who decline to be screened using advanced imaging technology will receive alternate screening to ensure the safety of the traveling public so also a couple things here one the incessant
1: use of advanced 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 imaging technology this is nlp right there it's advanced john it's advanced it's not gonna hurt you it's advanced don't worry the science is in it's all advanced and then it's optional optional. The optional indeed is not necessarily a pat-down. It should just be the metal detector.
2: Anyone who refuses screening will be denied access to the secure area. You you see this as a violation of your privacy, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely. Privacy and uh, liberty. It should be noted that Roberts did pass through a metal detector. He was briefly detained. So he passed through the metal detector. So there you go. The guy was screened while TSA officials and airport police interviewed him. He eventually left the airport peacefully, but has not flown since.
5: I would
3: just encourage everyone to uh, make the little sacrifice now uh, before it requires much greater sacrifice down the road, the way things are heading. Amen.
1: Amen to that, my brother. Now, here's Al Roker. So he, of course, did the voiceover. He read the script for the Ministry of Truth. And now he gets to editorialize with his own little dickwad comments.
2: What? I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, that's, that's part of the gig, part of the job. Then drive a bus, all right? Then drive a bus.
11: He went through the metal detector, but it was the issue of the scanning thing, which people have privacy issues with, and then I guess he didn't want the actual physical
10: pat down. I mean, I don't know where... Too bad. Too bad.
2: The rest of us do it. Too bad.
10: Too
1: bad, slave. Shut up, slave. The rest of us do it. Too Too bad. Too bad. Too bad
2: for you. Go drive a bus. And by the way, either. pal, you don't have to wait in line like the rest That's of us true. are. So stop whining. Stop whining, Slade. What a dork. Anyway. What a dork. I'm so funny. I'm out. Coming up in our next half hour, we get the reaction to this wow. story from former FAA administrator. Right.
1: Okay, and, you
0: win You win today's show. No,
1: no. Uh, w- w- well, it's, this was sent to us by one of our producers. But here now, they win. here now, he has the former FAA administrator who actually admits... That these things are dangerous in her comments. So she's going to lie. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So she's going to lie about um, uh, about it speeding up the process. Total. Oops. I, I think we just lost a uh, connection here. Oh, we're back. Yeah. So first, he's going to lie she's going to lie and say oh you know it speeds up the process and then she's actually going to say that these things can that they penetrate the skin
2: tables <laughs> <laughs> thanks Courtney we'll see you thanks Courtney I'm not Roker I'm uh, so incredibly cool well earlier we told you about a controversy over an express jet pilot who refused to get a body scan pat down at the airport joining us now to discuss this issue and the safety of U.S. air travel is Mary Schiavo former FAA administrator
0: Mary good to see oh, you, you good to see stop, you stop stop you so, uh, yeah, what's up? This is on the Weather Channel.
1: Oh, dude, it's a total Ministry of Truth setup. Are you kidding me?
0: Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, okay, oh yeah. Start it over. Start the, the woman over.
1: Okay, Mary Skiaibo, uh, uh, not skiivo. Uh. It's weird to pronounce. The pilots hate her. She's done. She's ruined general administ- uh, aviation.
2: ...this issue and the safety of U.S. air travel is Mary Schiavo, former FAA administrator. Mary, good to see you again. Good to see you. So
1: Good to see you again. Good to see you again after we set everything up last night. We had a little tete-a-tete about how we're going to tell the slaves what's good for them.
2: It, it, what do you think? This pilot, should, should he have been turned away? Does Al Roker hang out with former
1: administrators of the FAA regularly, do you think, John? Is it just... <laughs> it was,
2: just, way good to see you again, Mary. Good to see you again. For not uh, going through the pat-down? Well, he should
4: have been turned away for not going through any screening, either the body scan. Yeah,
1: but he went through the metal detector.
4: Or the pat-down. You have to do one or the other. He...
1: No, you can do one of three.
4: Could have refused the body scan and then had the pat-down, and that's open to anyone. If anyone was, doesn't want to go through that uh, scanner, they can ask for pat-down.
2: So, I mean, so you would agree that pilots should be held to at least the same level of security that the rest of us go through, and, and some might argue should even have a higher level. Level of security. Yeah, some would argue. Who's that some, Al? I didn't hear anyone argue that. Well, that's right. And this issue was
4: addressed many times around 9-11-2001, including when there were reports that there were terrorists who had gotten pilot uniforms. And so the big push was resolved then to make everyone, from the pilots to the people bringing in the drinks for the food bars,
1: go through security. I'll, I'll tell you, you know who walks through security just with, and, and it beeps and it goes off and it's no problem, they just walk through? Do you know who? I've, I've, I've observed this many times. TSA! The TSA jabronis walk right through. They're allowed. Uh, bleep, 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 bleep. They don't have to go through body scans. They go through the metal detector with their keys, their shoes, their belts, everything.
2: Check those guys.
4: Everything gets scanned.
2: What's your feeling on, on the full body scans?
4: Well, you know, I, I'm for it because it speeds along, and certainly I go through it.
2: Lie.
1: John, have you ever seen this thing speed everything up? No, there's
0: actually documentation that it slows things down. Slows
1: things down. Lie.
4: And I always opt for it, for it's fast. And I believe the safeguards are there to make sure nobody has pictures of your body. No,
1: safeguards are there that nobody has pictures of your body. The machines are designed to store them. We have documentation.
4: There are recent reports that perhaps there is more x-ray exposure than they thought. It may actually penetrate some of the surface skin tissues. Mm. So people who are pregnant, uh, young children, parents can opt to send them around for pad-down. And that's always available. Let, uh,
1: okay, let me just process that. So there are recent reports that it can actually penetra- penetrate the skin, it uh, can uh, cause harm. So uh, yeah. just have your kids touched by the, by the nice TSA, TSA man. You, just send your kids around, they can touch
0: him. Yeah, they can they feel him up. And meanwhile, of course, everyone else is getting cataracts. And they're, you know, when you go to the dental office and they have a focused x-ray that goes right through a tooth onto a little uh, x-ray uh, piece of film, they, they give you lead underwear. Yeah, They they wrap they drop a huge lead thing across your uh, midsection because these X rays are not safe. And now they're making everybody go through them. And so, and then the eyeball, of course, you're going to talk about cataracts, you're going to talk about cancers, you're going to talk about all kinds of things uh, from these machines. And it's going to, it's going to, there's going to be a lawsuit at some point. It's going to cost a taxpayer billions, billions of dollars, possibly. And we should put a stop to this immediately. And it's unfortunate that the, that everyone buys wow. in and they have assholes like Roker. Apparently, they're just completely. They have no. They don't think for themselves at all. They're just reading some party line. I don't even. And, and have to blame the, the, the lobbyists and the people that build these machines. It's obviously, if I was a company that made these machines, I and I could find some way to get them put into use and bought by the. If millions you of were dollars. a
1: company that made these machines, you would be a former Secretary of Defense. Because that's who owns the company that makes the L3 scanners. That's how you get, that's how (laughs) lobbying works. Exactly. You would be a rich, rich man. We need to start a movement, John. The movement is, I want to be touched in my crotch by the TSA. (laughs) I don't want, don't look at my picture, touch it. Come here, big boy, touch it. Come on, you want it, touch it. That's the movement we need to start. Refuse the body scanners. Opt out, it's your constitutional and human right. Opt out, opt out, Opt out. and say I'm opting out. I'm an opt-outer. Hi, I'm Adam Curry, I'm from the out party. Uh, the opt-out party we don't, we don't want, uh, the opt-out party, we don't want to be uh, take pictures taken of us naked. I want the TSA to feel my third leg. The opt-out party says, uh, opt out.
0: So, uh, by the way, you want to uh, the, the the rule is is that if you get you know put aside and they don't you know get they don't feel your you up uh, right away and some of these other things, uh, make sure to get the badge number of the TSA uh, person and then file a report with. Uh, With the TSA complaint, a complaint, and then you should probably carbon copy or CC uh, your congressman or or whoever else you can just, you know, broadcast it everywhere. Let me get the uh, some of the details on who to send this stuff to. (laughs) Uh,
1: The chat room is coming up with new slogans. Touch my package, bitch.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, the chat room. Yeah, this is what kind of touch material it, we're touch gonna it
1: get. T shirts, to uh Touch not, it, touch it. Don't scan me, bro. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, here's the uh the TSA.gov. The two uh, damn naked party <laughs> what we do. Uh, uh, I love you guys. Here's here's the uh here's a couple of things you can send email this is a terrible. Send email to we'll we'll put this in the show notes to Tsa.ocr dash external compliance at DHS dot gov. Yeah, I'll remember that. They always make it
1: so <laughs> handy and so easy.
0: The person we want to deal with is Jennifer Carmichael. She's the director of the Transportation Security Administration, Office of Civil Rights and Liberties. Touch me, Jennifer. It's my opt out right. <laughs> And uh, we'll put these in the show notes, but essentially Jennifer is the uh, one behind it all. So
1: uh, we will put this in the show notes, but please, uh, we have hundreds of thousands of people listening to us. In the United States of Europe, in many countries, it is already no longer an opt-out. You cannot opt-out in uh, Gitmo Nation Lowlands. You cannot opt-out in Gitmo Nation East. It is not opt-out. It is opt-out in the United States. They keep telling us it is our right. Stop being stupid sheep. If you want to do anything, this, this is the smallest thing you can do. It's so small. Just to say, I'm sorry, I opt-out. And by the way, don't let them get a rise out of you, so to
0: speak. Because and by the way, they will ask you, and as part of the process, they're going to ask you why. why?
1: why? And you'll say, because it gives you cataracts, Uh, the The former FAA administrator said it is not safe. There are reports it is not safe. And besides that, it's my constitutional and human right not to have you look at me naked. You may feel me up. I give you permission to feel my cock with the back of your hand.
0: So uh, please Kristen, is opt new- out,
1: opt out. You have to opt out. I'm going to be on this for a long time because the, well, maybe not a long time because the, the window of opportunity is very small right now. We have to opt out. And this will be just like the French because the lines at the airport will become extremely long and, and the, the populace will people will have spoken. It will be opt out and, and they will not be able to deny it. We can. This is one that we can actually win. I truly. Yeah, believe just go this. to the
0: airport a little earlier. Yeah, the uh, you know the, the the fact of the matter is these uh, w- if you st- clog up the line with by opting out, even though they should just run you through the metal detector, which I I think they'll end up doing, uh, is they it, it there are people missing flights. Uh, my wife, when she was put aside, and they wouldn't uh, uh, bring somebody over to pat her down for a half hour. Uh, And she's still irked about that. She was within five minutes of missing her flight. And apparently she had nobody sitting next to her. But I booked that flight and there there were people on the map because Virgin Air gives you the opportunity to book the seat yourself and you can see who's sitting where. There should have been somebody sitting there, but they didn't get through the line. Right. And, and with, since the airlines are responsible for a lot of the security at the airport, if they start losing passengers and start screwing them up royally because people aren't showing up for because they're stuck in security for an hour, then uh, things will change because they'll bitch and moan about it.
1: There's a, a, a number of different things that will happen if we all start to opt out. It sends a message and... Okay, it's not quite like shutting down the gas stations and get Monation Stinky Cheese where they've obviously got their shit together. It's not quite there yet, but at least you're not a stupid sheeple. Because, you know, the guy, this I was reading the, it's basically a, a forum post that this Express Jet pilot posted. And I'm reading through it and he said, you know, it's amazing. I'm standing there just watching all these stupid people who all are allowed to opt out. And they just, uh, whatever. Just, I'll just I'll just shut up and I'll just go through and I'll just do what I've by. It's your right. Take your right for once. It's a very small thing to do. You're not going to get arrested. You have the right. You have the right. Get to the airport early. You have to be there three hours ahead of time anyway. Get there early and just slow down the line and make and and make your whole family say, "I'm opting out. I'm opting out. I am." And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Nothing can happen. But you have to opt out. The opt-out party says you
0: must opt out. So anyway, I, nobody's going to opt out. Don't say, don't be like that, John. This is, I have a negative this, attitude.
1: This, you, you think? <laughs> this is what happens when you filter your water and there's no fluoride in it. You get like me. You get like, <laughs> <laughs> I filter my water here. No fluoride for me. Yay!
0: Hey, uh, we have a guy. We have a fluoride denier.
1: So, um, but just before we're about halfway through the show, um, and <laughs> fluoride denier. So, uh, th- there was like a, a brief moment earlier in the week where the sun was kind of shining. We actually, I saw a double rainbow.
0: Oh, yeah, did you it, go crazy? What does it mean?
1: <laughs> so, I was uh, cruising around in the Saab Niner 3 uh, on Hollywood Boulevard and um at the top down so when you have the top down you know you see so much more of the world that's what i really like about this car and actually and the fact that the top doesn't leak i've learned that now too it doesn't leak when it's raining so i got the top down that's a big deal no kidding that's one of the that's one of the things you can't really test when you buy a a 10 year old convertible so i got the top down i'm st- uh, i'm uh waiting to turn right cuz you can't really zip out uh, the corner of uh, hollywood and um Highland, North Highland, uh, ready to go up the hills. And there's a guy on the corner and, uh, you know, what some people would call a bum. And he's holding a sign. You know, he's, he, he he looks the part, right? He's got the beard. He's got kind of the, the ragtag clothes on. He's holding a, a cardboard, a piece of a cardboard box. And there's writing on it. And the writing is uh, something to the effect of, The recession is a scam. Don't believe it. Bush, Cheney, Obama, they're all the New World Order, the elites. They're screwing us over. Don't buy into it. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, I am only two weeks of donations away from being that guy.
0: I swear to God. Right. I swear to God. I'm like. <laughs> Two weeks of donations. I'm like. I am so yeah. happy. Well, you're actually close. I think you are that guy. You're so, so when close. When I see these guys, by the way, I immediately grab one of my little cameras and interview them.
1: Well, I was in the car. But uh, mm-hmm. I, actually, he seems like a, an interesting guy to talk to. No doubt
0: about it. They always are.
1: Yeah. And,
0: um, and, and yeah. nobody ever could. Nobody from the major media ever talks ever to talks him. Ever yeah. wait, to him. Unless they a need lot of some. Them are kook,
1: crazy. Unless they need a kook. Kook. Yeah, let's get let's get some kook over here. Let's get a kook. So um, anyway, so so uh, this is what we do. Um, this is what John and I do. Uh, John, I think you write some columns. You may make some money in some other ways, but this is pretty much our. Would you say this is your main source? This a, is a, a,
0: a primary source of
1: income. Yeah, for me it is the source of income right now. Big app shows great. Everyone loves it.
0: Very little money. Yeah, one of these days it'll make money. Yeah, I hope so. I'll tell you if it does, but so, holy moly. So we'll, uh, let's thank some people that helped us out uh, this week, uh, beginning with the person who only wants to be called by the name Noah, N-O-A.
1: Yes, Noah is one of our No Agenda groupies, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from Amsterdam, $71. Michael Kearns, or Kearns in Platte City, Missouri. Missouri, depending on what part of the state you're from. 6969, you need to find something on my No Agenda site. Use No Agenda Search. Interesting. Okay. Um, I've used the new categories as topic links, which are very popular. I've got a list of all the No Agenda sites and a research tool. Thanks for mentioning it. Ah, Let's check it out No Agenda Search. Uh, miles of tinyempire.com, Phoenix, Arizona, 55 double nickels on the dime, 5510. Tell your audience that the social media unconference, podcap Camp AZ, is the weekend of November 20 and 21st in Phoenix. They can vote on sessions they want to attend at PodCampAZ, in other words, Podcamp Not sure what I have looking at. looking that. Maybe I'll go. Joseph, I, you know, I've, I've never wanted to go to one of those pod camps because I went it, to the do uh, the WordPress uh, thing in San Francisco a few years yeah, back. But that's
1: different. That's different. The po- the pod camps, which is about, podca- about it's podcasts, it's always about how do we make money. And the, and the um, bottom line is this is the only way. What we're doing, I, I don't know anyone who's as successful uh, with podcasting as we are. I just don't. And it's relative.
0: Well, Leo. True. I take it back, Leo. Make but Leo does twenty five shows and he's working twenty four seven. I mean, we concentrate on one show. Yeah. So there's a there's a difference there. But he does make quite a bit of money. But he's the only one besides us that makes money. And he's got you know, it's he has a huge audience. He's got people working for kibbles and bits. Uh, Joseph Costello, we want to thank him, Pittston, Pennsylvania. Uh, double nickels on the dime. Here's the 5510 for karma while traveling. I'm not sure if you or Adam have noticed this alarming trend, but in the last five years or so, my wife and I have been having the hardest time finding a clean, well-maintained hotel room. Hmm. In The last few years, we've had Medi-Cal waste blow onto our balcony on a cruise ship entering New York Harbor. <laughs> With no heat. That's distressing.
1: We found a bloody mattress in our room at Disney. Uh, had boogers on the wall. <laughs> Marriott found used feminine products in a casino held to hotel room. Pulled back the sheets in another casino hotel in Atlantic City to find some bodily fluids in a bed that obviously had not been changed. And last weekend, had a used diabetic test strip, a broken TV, no air conditioning, and a hole in the ceiling of a Sheraton suite. We always stay in premium hotels and pay hundreds of dollars per night. Maybe we're just being too picky, or possibly it's hotels getting back at us for not being green and hanging up the towels for second use hold on let me give you guys some karma
11: you've got
1: karma yeah so we hope you're gonna have a nice uh, room on your upcoming cruise wow that's disgusting
0: yeah totally but you know now that he mentions it uh it's possible that things have deteriorated in the hotel and restaurant the hotel business in particular
1: yeah well they're not paying people jack anymore and people well, like, there's
0: a down economy. It affects everybody, and I yeah. guess they're uh, just getting careless. I don't know. Yeah. David Pugh in North Canton, Ohio, with double nickels on the dime. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't like George Clooney. No,
1: I, I, I read the whole note.
0: He says, "Here's a little cash for that cold-hearted bitch with this 14-inch strap on George That's Clooney's a douchebag." That's science, and science is one cold-hearted bitch with a 14-inch strap on. <laughs> And of course, that is from uh, the show Dexter. Dexter, yeah. And Adam loves uh, it. Says and, more about him than, than the clip. Adam loves Steve it. Bottoms, Reno, Nevada, double uh, fifty-one fifty, which you know is about insanity. Uh, for he's looking for some good karma, in Nevada. Protect us from Reed and Angle, both, which is interesting. We have a few of our uh, regular knighthood uh, donors coming in. Ricky Pierce, Larry Corpy. Uh, and uh, Jordan Wyatt uh, gave us fifty dollars uh, from Invercargill, Southland, New Zealand. He wants a birthday mention. Yeah, it's coming up. We have that one done. Okay, and uh, he wants veganacious dot com and quote quotes on slavery dot com. <laughs> what? <laughs> and some other things I can't pronounce. Go to quotes on slavery. He's the vegan or vegan? Oh, in our residence. vegan in
1: residence. Yes.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelly Spears, Brook Park, Ohio. Uh, Uh, She sent an email to Adam. Really? Because Adam made a big stink about the fact that I lose a lot of these emails that come in special to me, and so he wanted the email sent to him. She sent you one, Adam. Read it for us.
1: Okay. Uh, I shall read you the note from Kelly Spears. (laughs) Uh Hold on a second while I uh, give myself some karma. (laughs) You've got karma. (laughs) Karma.
0: well he's looking for the note
1: uh it (laughs) says right it says right there don't mention my name
0: i didn't mention his name i said from oslo norway
1: okay uh here it is i know this is close to show time but if you could please give a birthday shout out to my amazing husband so we've got it on the list i I forwarded into the administration it's all set i've got the note right here i know what i know what i'm doing Uh
0: uh-huh uh-huh uh, hi, John and Adam. Would you send birthday green to the lovely and beautiful Hildi Marie yeah, we're gonna do in right. Oslo, Norway? Is turning 29 on October 2nd. Is she on the list, too? Yeah,
1: we got everybody on the list. Okay.
0: Uh, Audra or Audra, Audra Bruno, Raleigh, North Carolina, $50 donation for her husband, Greg Jones, who listens regularly but probably hasn't donated yet.
1: Oh, that would make him
0: douchebag. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Albert uh, Vish, Vischer in Singapore, Singapore, fifty dollars. time douchebag.
1: Albert Fischer I think it is. F- that would be it'll oh, probably be. a Dutch
0: name. Longtime douchebag in need of karma. Opening my eyes every show. Albert from. You've got karma. There you go. Some karma for you. I actually thought he needed a de douching. Oh, well, we can give him that too. <laughs>
6: You've been de doused
0: uh frederick borrego and then this little logo thing is right on top of his last name i I can't eskam
1: and now it's (laughs) it's something eel well that sucks what can we get rid of no it's eskam
0: e-s-c-a-m i can. you can move the little item
1: hold on Eskamil, it says oh i don't have this last part of his name yes eskamiel I'm glad I moved the little icon. Escamilla. Thing. Escamilla. Escamilla. Is that what is it is? Is that the full thing? Esca. Yeah, Escamilla. You're right. Escamilla. Oh, I had to expand the cell.
0: Cotero. Hmm. Uh, Quer, Queretaro. Someplace in middle of nowhere, Mexico. Thank you very much. We don't have too many Mexican listeners. $50. Birthday mention for Thursday's show. This yeah, is a gift yeah, donation yeah. to my friend, Paola yeah, yeah, Valencia. Let me just get into it. We're going to do all of these in one day.
12: It's
2: your birthday, birthday i oh, no
1: Alright, so first of all we have to say happy birthday to uh, a brand new knight who will be knighting in a moment Sir Thomas Neussbaum, uh, whose birthday was on the 13th The eve of the dawning of Aquarius of the UFOs showing up nationwide I mean, I'm sorry, the Facebook kids floating balloons Jordan Wyatt turns 23 on the 24th of October Hilda Marie of Oslo happy birthday you turn 29 on the 22nd of October from an anonymous donor and Paolo Valencia Sausen's birthday is on the 22nd of October uh, you're being wished a very happy birthday from Fritz Borrego and from your buddies here Noah J. Okay yeah we might as well get right into it. We would like to uh, invite up to the podium, Sir, I mean, Adam Burkpile and Thomas Nussbaum. Neil, both of you. John, uh, just pull out your uh, your 12 inch there. The Aqua Buddha. <laughs> pull out the Aqua Buddha. Adam Burkpile, of course, uh, outstanding uh, achievements with the Pocket No Agenda app available on, uh, on the iPhone. Uh, your donations have uh, equaled over the required $1,000. And Thomas Nussbaum, both of you are now knights of the No Agenda Roundtable. Please join us here for Hookers and Blows, Sir Thomas and Sir Adam. And, of course, uh, we encourage everyone to help us out with the show so I don't become that guy in the corner of Hollywood and Highland. And it's uh, Dvorak.org slash N-A. Of course, you can always go to NoAgendaShow.com and you can find uh, the donation links there. Or uh, should we be blocked in certain places, go to ChannelDvorak.com slash N-A. And uh, we don't have any special promotions uh, going on as far as... uh
0: no, the eleven is coming up, so maybe I'll just do a quickie. Eleven is coming. Eleven is coming up. I, we
1: need, to, and the, the best thing you can do, by the by way, by the way,
0: is, twelve twelve comes up after yeah, that is get
1: more people to listen. There's a choir out there. We need to be preaching to it. That's the most important thing. Yes, we need the
0: choir at at, our, at the attendance of the show. We, we really um, do. Dvorak org slash na, channeldvorak.com dot com slash na, and uh, noagenda show uh, you can help us out, and we need your help. We want to thank everybody who donates five dollars on a subscription basis, thirty-three, thirty-three, and thirty dollars on a subscription basis. Also, is a number of forty-two dollar subscribers, and they all uh, we we appreciate their help. Um, big time, big time. Now, here's an interesting story. Just comes in from one of our producers. Just got it in the email. I didn't know this happened. It happened, I guess, two days ago. But I happen to have seen this show. Uh, I was watching The O'Reilly Factor, and I have a couple of clips up from it, because O'Reilly seems to have gone into propaganda mode for the government. But Juan Williams was on the show. Yes. Who is an NPR, uh, I uh, I guess, uh, correspondent. Yeah. And he was on O'Reilly's show, and, just, and they were talking about the Joy Behar thing, which is all O'Reilly's been talking about the entire last well, of week. of course,
1: that's why, he, that's why the whole thing yeah. happened. The View needed more ratings, and, and O'Reilly needed Juan more ratings.
0: And Williams just casually mentioned, he's talking about, you know, the Muslims, you know, they bombed us on the 9-11. And, and Juan says, you know, I don't think that the, the way you described it was accurate, but I have to be frank with you. Uh, sometimes when I get on an airplane there's a bunch of Muslims, I, I get a little concerned. Can I just say that that is, I
1: have the clip uh, do you have the actual clip of him speaking? Because he said something else, and it's v- words matter. Can you hit I? it. Okay. Listen to the very beginning of what he says, because that puts his statement into context. Before we go into it, the end result is NPR has fired him because he <laughs> said this. The Ministry of Truth, because he wasn't on message. But listen to what he says at the very beginning of his statement on O'Reilly. Look, political correctness can lead to some kind of paralysis where you don't address reality. So that is the key contextual statement. Political correctness, listen again. Political correctness can lead to some kind of paralysis where you don't
2: address reality. I mean, look, Bill, I'm not a bigot. You know, the kind of books I've written about the civil rights movement in this country... But when I get on a plane, I got to tell you, if I see people who are in Muslim garb and I think, you know, they're identifying themselves first and foremost as
1: Muslims, I get worried. I get nervous. Now, I remember also that when the Times
2: Square bomber was at court, I think this was just last week, he said the war with Muslims, America's war with Muslims, is just beginning. First drop of blood. I don't think there's any way to get away from these facts.
1: So this is the thing that I found curious, is that no one is mentioning that he contextualized his statement by saying political correctness can create a social paralysis.
0: No, they didn't. And and, and sure, the NPR people took the whole thing, though, and paid attention to it and said, this guy's not for us. We can't go along with a guy who's, you know, normal. I mean, by the way, NPR, which grabs nothing but money from people, and this is the kind of you know, and, this and is from, the way. And not just people thinking.
1: from corporations, big corporations,
0: big and, banks, and big agriculture,
1: all advertisers.
0: And uh, you know, if you're if you anybody out there listens to this show and listens to NPR and you give them money, don't give them money. They got plenty of money. And it's a propaganda operation. Obviously, they wouldn't have fired Juan Williams over some casual comment to be. You know what I think? I I, I know where you what you're considering here. I believe. That the real reason they get they fired him...
1: It's because he's black.
0: <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I believe it's because he appears on
1: Fox. Yeah, no, that, that's totally it. I, actually, I have their official statement here. NPR has terminated the contract of longtime news analyst Juan Williams after remarks he made on the Fox News channel about Muslims. That is their official statement right from the Ministry of Truth website known as NPR.org. And then it goes into blah 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 blah. Williams' presence on the largely conservative and often contentious primetime talk shows of Fox News has long been a sore point with NPR news executives. It says it right there in their official in their official statement. Oh, well that's good. At least they're honest. Yeah. And he's black. It says that I think it says it right there at the bottom. It says he's black too. <laughs> no. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but they've already been they've always been pissed about it but meanwhile i don't have a clip of it but npr has all kinds of programs like how to speak teabagger and all kind you know stuff like that Uh, which is funny by the way but you know it's like they're they're obviously shills. the whole organization is is a is a mouthpiece is ministry of truth
0: yeah it's pretty obvious They're not going to give you the straight scoop on anything. They don't have a show called How to Speak Teabagger.
1: I'm going to uh, defend Sarah Palin for a moment, which I always find fun. Before you do that,
0: let's play a short clip. Okay. Uh, Just to show you the hate-filled ideologue, uh, Joy Behar, who makes this crazy remark on her show. Just play the Joy Behar clip, and let me ask the question afterwards.
12: (laughs) Hold on, I'll watch
4: this show. Anyway, 76-year-old Florence Henderson, she tangled off into the sunset yesterday. She was voted off. Now explain this to me. Why is Florence Henderson off, or one of you, and Bristol Palin who came out and the gorilla is still there? I have to... to
0: Okay, so... So why does Behar, who's doing this this quasi political slash entertainment show, have such a deep hatred of of the Palins, and particularly in this case Bristol, that she brings up she she, she brings up this value judgment that seventy six year old Florence Henderson, who was on the show as a dancer, you know, dancing <laughs> who, with the who, stars, by the
1: way, is like it, it, she's it's almost like she has Parkinson's. Parkinson's. She can disease. barely walk. Yeah, okay. it's sad. I mean, it's really sad. I mean, they're taking advantage of the poor woman
0: yeah, and who's a r- r- sweet person, and but meanwhile, uh, according to Behar, she should have been kept on the show, I guess, to be ridiculed further mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to uh, Palin, who is obviously on and here's what bothers me about these kinds of comments. Behar has to know. By the way, Behar's really old. She's almost seventy herself, which I think is why she was defending Henderson. Uh, Behar has to know that these shows are rigged. They have the little b- disclaimer <laughs> really? at the no, end John, of the show. John, you're you're blowing, you're bursting my bubble. It's rigged. At the, at the end of the show, they even say it's rigged. They say that the judges have one thing to do with it. That the people call and have something else, but the producers have the final say on on the of results. Course, of course, because they want it. They want ratings, and so they rig the show. Dude, is they, rigged. They've got Jennifer
1: Gray and actual dancer on the show like who, who do you think is gonna win and it was well but she's 50 she looks amazing her body is so great this is the whole show is meant to rope in female viewers and they use every every single trick in the book and 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 jennifer gray of course she's gonna win she's a dancer ever see the movie dirty dancing i mean come on she's she's, um, she's a great dancer she's been training her ass off of course she's gonna win duh
0: yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, they use every dirty trick trick, including Marie Osmond passing out.
1: yeah, it's like anything we can use. So I think what's going on here, excuse me, I think what's going on is there is an intense hatred that is also being manufactured against beautiful women, and you can agree or disagree. uh Sarah Palin is kind of hot looking, she's got that kind of you know wanton librarian look. I've always liked it. Now, I don't want her as president. I would not vote for her. I did read her book. I've got nothing against the woman. She's a pretty eloquent speaker, you know, compared to a lot of these jabronis we've got on the hill. But the but the but you just say Sarah Palin to anybody. The political correct thing to do is go, Ugh! roll your eyes and go, oh, God, not that woman. And, and it, it it dumbfounds me. I Sometimes I do it just to piss people off. Just to say just sometimes just, just, yeah, just throw in Sarah Palin, you know Sarah Palin's kind looks kind of nice, you know <laughs> oh, are you crazy? you got that, and really intelligent people who just <laughs> have you ever listened to what she has to say, so she does a speech, and this is just to show you how it works, how and we're all slaves and I'm and by the way the tea party express it's all a big hijack you know I don't believe in any any of this crap it's a total hijack it's total crap and John you predicted she was going to become the leader of the tea party and it's just a total hijack but here's what she said in a speech and then and then you need to go look at the hashtag 1773 on Twitter here's the speech
4: Caution, though. Let me caution you a little bit of a come-to-Jesus meeting time right now. Caution that in this battle before November 2nd, don't be thinking that we've got victory for America in the bag yet, okay? We can't let up. We can't get cocky about this. No dancing with the neighbors yet, okay? 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 We can't party like in 1773. Not
1: yet. So everyone's like, "What an idiot! 1770. This doesn't she know? 1776 is when we party. What a stupid idiot! What a douchebag! I mean, the Twitter is filled with it. Whereas, if anyone actually just went to Wikipedia and said what happened in 1773, that is actually the date uh, where the 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 laws for, Boston, uh, for the tea imports were passed, and this is what started the Boston Tea Party. This is why the reference to 1773 is in. But everyone is so on board with hating, hate, real hate for Sarah
0: Palin. Yeah, well, it's the same thing with Behar and her, and her, and her who hates Sarah Palin, and then it's taking out on Bristol.
1: It, exactly. It's, it's like unbelievable, and this is, just check yourself. Okay, check yourself when you're doing this. And everyone's... It, it, just try it. Just say to someone, hey, Sarah Palin's kind of interesting.
0: Oh, my God! Sarah Palin! Oh, my God, Sarah Palin! <laughs> so, yeah, hey, why don't you... It's true, exactly. And that's what it sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> and why don't you go through the
1: body scanner while you're at it? Yeah, okay, just, well. go, just go ahead. Just uh, walk on through there. That's fine. Hey, before, John, there's one thing we cannot we cannot forget because this, this news came out just at the beginning of the week and already... We're already tweeting about Sarah Palin's gaffe missing 1776 by three years. Uh, Very important news uh, from sources who say maybe, but it could be true. The most news in the morning. Most news in the morning, everybody. It's got to be CNN in the morning. Everybody. CNN's oh,
5: American morning. Yeah, I days, 6 a.m. morning. 6 a.m.
1: morning,
12: I did speak to a very senior NATO official with first-hand knowledge of the latest information. The
1: latest, uh- First-hand knowledge of the latest of the info. The latest of the. In- we've got. Um, let me read the script. We've got the information
12: assessment that the alliance has, and he says, "Look." Uh, so- he, he
1: says, "Look, look, look, look." look. Just, look. Let me just hear that. Just look. Shut up slave look
12: information the latest assessment that the alliance has and he says look osama bin laden dr iman al-zawahi number two he's number
1: two (laughs) <laughs> he, need, he needs a foam hand that says, I'm number two. Yeah, we need more foam <laughs> fingers. <laughs> foam fingers. I'm number two. Can't even pronounce the guy's name. Osama al He's number two, just so you know. In case you, in case you missed the name, because Osama bin Laden has been programmed into your brain. Number two.
12: They're not living in a cave anywhere. They're not living in a cave. In case you thought he was living in a cave. Uh uh-uh. The feeling here is that both of them are... The
1: feeling, John. The feeling. Oh, the, the feeling. feeling here. Uh-huh.
12: That both of them are across the border in northwest Pakistan, that they are not far apart from each other. They're not together. That would be a sec- <laughs> They're lovers. Is number one and number two. They're not two. together.
0: That would be a security breach. That's what you're going to say. They're in the different trailer parks. Of course.
12: Security risk for them. <laughs> a security risk for them. They may not have drifted too far
1: apart. Uh, he says, ask me to draw a circle. Oh, they like, like synchronized dance skating. They haven't drifted too far <laughs> apart from each other. It's like, that's a, that's a violation. Security violation
12: on a map and here's what i tell you that osama bin laden may at some point have ranged as far as very north in the federal territory the tribal
1: area the tribal area john it's the tribal area i mean i think we should go send some drones in there because there's nothing but hostile tribes in the tribal area Because
12: stand up near the chinese border but the... oh.
1: Hear that near the chinese border that's why pakistan is so important to us
12: pakistan up near the chinese border but there's a good bet if you will that he's in a place called the
1: karam valley a good bet if you will what kind of reporting is this? A good
0: bet. <laughs> this is if like you the will. worst reporting ever. A good bet Just if you will. It's a bunch of speculation. Why do they call this speculation hour?
1: A good, a good bet if well, you we will. We can do that. Yeah. Well, I think he's. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, let me think. He's in northern uh, uh, tribal
0: area. Uh, tribal uh, area. Uh, roaming no, around. No, she
1: actually. It's right near. Tor- whatever it is, it's always near Tora Bora, because it sounds uh, so everything cool. Everything is. I That's love the saying key word. Tora Bora. Called the,
12: the It's Oh, the Coron Valley, rugged, mo- square miles of very rugged territory, inhabited by very fierce
5: tribal elements and of course fierce tribal elements elements
1: (laughs) hello this is element number one Uh, element number two how are you doing in your fierce tribal area how are you well i'm here in my fierce. trip this is number two i'm in the fierce tribal area it's square miles of nothing but fierce tribal areas
12: what's so interesting is the karam valley is right across the border from tora
1: it's so interesting Oh wow, fascinating <laughs> it's right across the border from Tora
12: Bora. Where Osama bin Laden fled Afghanistan back in two thousand one. Karen, oh, John
1: Oh right. But then she but then of course uh, the script goes on because you know, it's like these this info babe, she can't just like say thanks for that uh, uh, report Gee, did you actually talk to anyone? No, she has her own script to read.
6: So if we do uh, find, capture, or kill bin Laden, what is the feeling there in Afghanistan among military (laughs) leaders? How big of an impact will it actually make in the fight against al-Qaeda?
1: So let me see. Uh, We're there to find bin Laden, uh, but if we find, capture, or kill, will will anyone give a crap? Will anyone give a crap? I like that. Will anyone give a crap?
12: Well, you know, when you're here in Afghanistan, nobody even really talks about bin Laden unless you ask someone what the latest information (laughs) is. Hey, 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 brother.
1: Can you drop a dime on Bin Laden? You got. I need to ask, ask you some information.
12: Why
0: would they be yakking about Bin Laden all day? She says, well, when you're here in Pakistan, nobody's talking about Bin Laden. Of course they're not. No, no, she's in Afghanistan. Oh, Afghanistan. Yeah. I'm sorry. So th- but either one. I mean, who's going to be chatting about? Hey, did well, you okay. see what the latest about Osama? Hey, hey, did you read the paper? There was something about Osama in Tora Bora. Now, listen,
1: because this is the message. Here comes the message. The message is... Oh, Afghanistan is all wrong. We need to get out of here. We need to go kick Pakistan's ass. That's what this is about. Listen.
12: Here, there is a a feeling that... A
1: A feeling because I have a feeling Another feeling. There's a lot of feelings going on in <laughs> I, this report. I know how to get my feelings right.
12: Right now, the equation is this. They have to step up military attacks, which the alliance led by the U.S. has been doing. More airstrikes, more ground attacks, pressure the Taliban and the insurgents to come to the negotiating table, the peace table, with the Afghan government. That that is the only way to resolve this and that they have to step up the ability of the Afghan government to deal with this this problem in this country there is declining support in many nato capitals in the united states amongst uh, the citizens for the war a lot of weary people 9 years in they have to get the afghan government to take charge here that's going to be the way us and nato troops can finally go home
1: okay so so th- what i'm reading into this message which clearly is not a report it is written by the pentagon and it's interpreted by ditzes Uh, By the way, she looks pretty official there in Afghanistan. Um, Barbara, whatever her name is. Barbara Schill. My interpretation is the message is going to be Bin Laden is now in Pakistan. We have to focus on Pakistan. By the way, we won't actually leave Afghanistan because, you know, there's lithium in them hills. And we need us some lithium. We need all kinds of... For the poppies. oh, Oh, my goodness. You want to talk poppies? You want to... John the most amazing poppy news two reports two reports first of all we all know that uh the united states military transport planes are flying the heroin in flying the poppies are being protected by all the troops who are just surrounding the fields not burning them, but protecting them because you know it's good money
2: so uh fast forward to Utah, so cheap and easy to get that it's a drug of choice for Utah teenagers. And authorities say drug dealing in Utah has reached a dangerous new level of sophistication.
6: Utah law enforcement officers say they're alarmed at how cheap heroin has become and the savvy way it's being marketed to youngsters. So-
1: <laughs> hey, how- what? The, it's so they're alarmed at how cheap it's become and the savvy way in which it's being marketed to youngsters. Savvy, it's savvy. Listen up.
11: Jared Olive has the story. Well, Bruce and Dini police say they have seen kids as young as 13 and 14 addicted to heroin, a drug that costs significantly less than its prescription counterpart, Oxycontin.
1: So that was news to me. Oxycontin is its synthetic counterpart?
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, well, it, yeah, I think so. so generally what is, speaking, uh, what is Oxycontin used for then? Pain. Right, and is there any heroin in it? No, it's it's it's. it's I think it's completely synthetic, it, but it's based on uh, on various uh, uh, opiates hmm. in terms of the structures. I'm, well, anyway, I'm
1: so sure. so uh, the good news is the kids are no longer on the OxyContin because you know that costs like money to make and it goes to the wrong people uh we want them on heroin so we've come up with some outstanding marketing ideas to uh sell our heroin to the children uh to our own kids uh, that we're shipping in, in from utah. afghanistan in utah yes oh yeah oh and by the way Utah's not the worst not by a long shot
11: and it can be cheaper than either marijuana or spice
1: spice john What spice have you ever had any spice i don't What's know what pe- spice pepper i don't know i, I don't know what spice is I've never heard of the drug Spice. Well, they're <laughs> plugging it in Utah. Yeah. Spice Spices, uh, spice stocks are up in Utah. I have no idea what it is. I will ask Somebody my
0: in the chat room yeah, must know. What is Spice? Okay. In the last 12 years, you know, I've struggled with addiction to heroin.
11: If your family's not strong, it could destroy it. Nothing about the fight against heroin is fair. The relationships it destroys, the things people find themselves doing to get their next fix. And now, the slick marketing and delivery techniques used by dealers.
1: In the Salt Lake Valley, the average age is young adults,
8: 16 to 23 years old.
11: According to the Sandy Police Department, the system along the Wasatch Front makes getting drugs easier than ever. A buyer calls a dispatcher, who in turn sets up a meeting between the buyer and a runner.
1: This is so savvy. It's called drug dealing, you dick. It's like uh, so savvy, but wait, there's more. Those runners
11: are supplied by reuppers throughout the day. In the end, a buyer can pick up heroin at a location near them within 20 minutes. If you've
1: never seen the movie American Gangster with Denzel Washington, you need to see this, which is based on a true story. This is exactly the story. It's the same script. It's the same story. Very sophisticated network. It gets shipped in on military transport. Uh, at that time, it was being yeah, shipped the movie in, in is, coffins. And the movie
0: is a true story. Yes. Let's emphasize that. And, uh, by the way, Spice appears to be a synthetic pot.
1: Blamo almost like the police do. You tell us where you are, where you need the help, and we go to you and help you. They've almost like the police. I, I, ooh, boy, I won't say it, but you'd almost think they might be involved. They've taken that and molded it, unfortunately, into a criminal enterprise.
5: It's... Easier than finding someone to buy you alcohol. It's easier than finding weed.
1: That's why we want you to stop drinking alcohol. That's why we're taking your
0: your drink away, because we want you... That's the y- the prohibition is. We have been emphasizing... What this, these clips prove is that what you and I have been saying for the last two years, at least, or more... That this whole thing is leading to this, it's, and in fact, do, last week we went went through a bunch of these dr- anti drug uh, 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 issues, uh, organizations, uh, uh, NGOs, and government organizations, and they never talk about heroin because they don't. It's apparently the U.S. It's, government it's what is what we want you on. We want you on heroin. heroin. Get on. And get on the, age. the Afghanistan war. The whole thing is this is it's so far out the the basic our basic thesis here that is almost incredible. And I think most people are just, you know, well, that's probably, yeah, that's pretty funny. Those two guys are, they're hilarious. The Dvorak and Curry, that's pretty funny what they think. Yeah, it's not, it's not, can't be it. It's about terrorism.
1: Literally getting our kids to ride the H train. The White Pony, everybody. Jump on board. We are rocking the H in Utah.
5: It's easier than getting someone to buy a pack of cigarettes. The
11: trend of teen addicts has become a nationwide problem. In the Washington towns of Stanwood and Camano Island, 42 students are currently being treated for heroin addiction. The price is cheap, sometimes as low as $5. Some dealers also offer incentives. Buy 10 balloons of heroin and get one free.
1: <laughs> yeah it's called marketing bitches this the is
11: quality terrible. is also up heroin in the 1970s was about 3% pure today it's around 60% how
1: can that be but we're in Afghanistan to stop this how can it be
11: cheap quick and convenient not a fair fight at all
1: alright so uh, it's unbelievable right unbelievable you, you, you don't have more I have something even crazier. So, what can we do with all these people jacked up on H? What can we do? How can we turn this into even more benefit for us? Uh, John, you and I were running the evil empire. We're like, okay, we've got all the kids on on heroin, right? Because we make more money on heroin. It kind of supports our whole effort over there in Afghanistan. Yeah, and the CIA gets funded. Yeah, everyone's happy. What can we? Can do you think we could like get us some kids? Think we like get us some babies? Like some babies, for, you know, we, so we can like uh, sacrifice some babies. You know, can we get us some babies, John? Can we do I don't this? Know. Can we get us some babies? I think, I think we can get us some babies. Here's how.
6: Here's a story that will likely outrage a lot of moms. Elizabeth Mort gave birth to a beautiful baby girl, but a day later, child services and police in Pennsylvania came to her home and took her baby from
1: her. Yay, hey, yay, hey, John! I figured out a way to get us some babies. Stand by; it's a it's a brilliant plan.
6: All because of a bagel. Liz Mort says she never saw it coming.
4: I was shocked. I was at a loss of words. I I just started crying
8: and
6: crying. Child Protective Services in Pennsylvania was at her doorstep, taking her one-day-old baby because they thought Liz was abusing drugs. Someone was
4: saying that, oh, we're CYS, and we found something in your system. And at that time, I had never even heard of it before. And they said, we have to take custody of your child. And I was like, what? What
6: are you talking about? Jameson Hospital in Newcastle tests mothers of newborns for drugs. State law allows it. But what the hospital didn't consider more closely was poppy seeds. (laughs)
0: So, yeah, I heard this story when I, I forgot that. I, was, I would have clipped it, too. Uh, this story was from, I guess, about a week ago. It's a disgusting story.
1: Is, by the way, is that the same voice that's on the Utah story? Is that the same? It sounds like the exact like, same, same me, Let person. me listen to the, uh,
11: the Utah. Utah, Sandy police say all jurisdictional boundaries are...
1: Let me now hear her. Opium... Co- Wait, I mean, it sounds like the same woman. Hold on. So this is the, this is the Utah woman's report.
11: Or fight at all.
1: Okay, and here's the... The other report. State law allows it, but what? Is that the same woman?
0: No, it's a little, uh, it's a little, little uh, a, a little, little uh, ballsier. So anyway, other... she she says she ate a bagel with poppies,
1: yeah. and uh, and that's why. Should... So first of all, what are they doing testing uh, pregnant women for
0: heroin? I don't know.
1: To, to take I the did... babies?
0: Yeah, apparently. Yeah.
1: Because there's a law that if and you... It's
0: posi- I, I don't know about the poppy seed excuse, but it's probably it, it, poppy seeds. The poppies you buy commercially right. to make poppy seed cake and seed cake and the rest of it are opium uh poppy seeds yeah a lot of people don't realize that in fact yeah. in the olden days before they irradiated these things you, you get used get to be able to buy a box yeah. of them and throw them in your backyard you'd have a bunch of poppies uh,
1: yeah because poppies grow It's great stuff anyway yeah. so uh, let's just finish up this story i'll fast forward so you uh can find out uh, what happened uh, after they took our child away work and i
6: just cry half the time mm. So uh-huh. far, no lawsuit has been filed. The ACLU says it's trying to figure out the next step. Liz did get her baby back, but it took five days for the hospital and child protective services to determine that she was. Oh, a fit. Crap.
0: Ah, crap! Hey, we got a refunder. <laughs> the worst part about that is the mom should be with the baby for those first five days of for the course uh, for various. Uh, and who knows? They they've, psychological yeah, and, they psychological and plugged uh, the kid full of, of RFID instance.
1: dust. Who knows what they did? We got ah shit, John. We got to refund this kid. Yeah, we got, we got a refunder. We got to bring this one back. Ooh, uh, just when pathetic. we thought we had one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And you're right, John. You're like, ah, oh, the Korean Dvorak, a bunch of idiots. But here you go. This is, this is it. It's happening everywhere. Get people off of alcohol and get them onto heroin.
0: And don't forget, we also have to uh, keep the Marijuana Initiative from passing. Yes. So the best way to do that is just to say it's not going to pass and keep people from voting. Now, the, the propaganda uh, started to spew from the O'Reilly show about this. Uh, and if you take just within one show, he actually hit the topic twice. Uh and With not just the short clips. I mean, he went on and on and on about pot, and everyone's stoned, and they're not going to vote because they're stoned. So let me play a couple of clips from O'Reilly's in this regard. Uh, part one is him talking to Rasmussen, the pollster. Which is pretty about, much a
1: right-wing poll uh, organization,
0: right? He's not a particularly, he's not one of the more accurate pollsters. <laughs> no. He's not as bad as Zogby. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Right. Hit it. Hit
9: it. Yeah. Now, do you believe that the marijuana initiative on the ballot is going to take more liberal people out to vote? Is that going to be a factor in, in, in the race? I don't think it's going to be a huge factor. No, really? I really don't. First of all, the numbers show it's very close on right. the election. I think it'll be voted down. I don't think their legalization of marijuana well, is going to... And you're right. I would agree with you on that, because right. most people who are undecided vote against these initiatives. Right. And you, know, you got to take into effect that a lot of people who want legalization of marijuana will be so stoned they won't be able to get out to the poll. Yeah, and that plus the fact that, you know you what... Know, you have, know, you know, have you been to Humboldt? county i mean <laughs> whoa <laughs> and while it's not legal by the way they're still they're still smoking away so all right
0: fine. brown and whitman brown is widening his lead over exactly Whitman, right, right. OK, so he did. So that's that. So he makes it clear that, you know, and this is kind of the message to his listeners, you know, don't you know, this should be voted down. But he didn't make it strong enough. So later in the show, like a lot later, he has John Stossel on, who's the libertarian at Fox, who's kind of has a marginal show that nobody watches on Saturday
1: on Saturday.
0: On Saturday, well, it's actually on Thursday night now. But it's still, you know, something nobody watches because it's not promoted. And it's, you know, and Stassel's kind it's of... It's
1: like his tok- the token libertarian on Fox.
0: He's the token true libertarian is, is this guy. And he de- won't defend himself. He won't defend the pot thing because he, he can't speak up against O'Reilly. You know, O'Reilly really rules the roost. Beck has the best numbers, I think. And, but O'Reilly runs the show and he's the, he's the top dog. And he says, so he has to revisit the topic. So here we go.
1: This is number two?
0: Yeah. You want pot, and it's going to lose in
9: California. You just heard Rasmussen and I, and two brilliant you men.
1: You say? Yeah. But
9: I think... You
3: want to make what? a little bet
1: on it? This is what we're doing wrong, John. We have to say we're brilliant. <laughs> hey,
0: we're two brilliant men here. We're two brilliant. We're, we're brilliant. We're br- brilliant. We're brilliant guys. We're sh- sure, ten bucks. No, Ten, ten bucks. And right. Here he is. $10,000 $10, to a charity
9: of the other person's choice. Now you're talking. Okay. Okay. I say Prop 19, legalization of marijuana, gets voted down in California. You, who wants it, you're not a pothead, are you? I refuse to talk about my personal behavior. here. Right, okay. But the reason I'm against it is because of the children. I mean, I just... Oh. i know it's an addictive substance like tobacco
1: Uh, marijuana is whoa 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 whoa! i know it's an addictive substance just like tobacco no that's what he said no he knows it by the way because he's brilliant not true just not true it's not
0: true No, it's an out and out lie Lie.
1: i mean i I kicked a 10 year 20 hour a day marijuana habit i get up in the middle of the night take a hit I kicked it in one day cold turkey. I'm still smoking tobacco. Addictive substance like tobacco. Uh,
9: Marijuana is exactly as addictive as tobacco. And if you smoke it all the time, you get into serious troubles. Yeah,
1: I'm in serious trouble. I have no job. I'm standing on the corner of Hollywood and, uh, and Highland holding a sign. I got, I'm, in, I'm in serious trouble because I smoked it all the time. Why people I want shouldn't do, do that. that.
9: People shouldn't get into serious trouble. But making it
0: illegal is a war on our own people. And a I'm,
1: war on a, What does that mean? A it war, means the I'm,
0: police are breaking people's door down. Breaking it means people's adults down? are not allowed to make their
9: own decisions. About but you what want it. heroin and cocaine legalized. too? that's how crazy you are. I think the honest intellectual argument is to say if you're an adult, you should be free to do what you want to your own body. And the burden of proof ought to be on the government before they Take you know, that freedom away. I, I tell you what, if, it, if those people were not allowed to go outside, I would agree with you. But as soon as they go outside, it gets up to a public safety issue.
1: Hey, well, we have a solution. Get everybody a scram bracelet and you can do whatever you want in your house. And if you uh, stray from your uh, prison, from your cell, then uh, we go pick you up and uh, kill you. A solution right there that a rally doesn't see this is amazing. Well, people you know, drink and, then, and go outside, but you saw what happened
9: in San Francisco damage. when they did all these medical marijuana things. That the dope, the hard users took the marijuana and sold it to the kids. I mean, that's what's going to happen if I you have legalization there of marijuana. Are only dealers, because it's illegal. No, that's you not true. You don't have wine even dealers, legalize, and beer dealers Even if you legalize pot in California, nobody under eighteen is going to be able to buy it legally. So they're, they're going to be buying it and selling it to the kids. But that's going to It'll be easier be doing. to police, just the way selling beer to kids no, is easier it's not. it's not it's going to lead to more problems among children all right stossel ten thousand bucks on prop 19 right yes. to the chair so
1: um, what uh, stossel should have done but of course he doesn't is he just say uh, look at portugal portugal where they decriminalized all drugs 10 years ago including hard drugs and and it's like there's not everyone's great no problem we're all getting yeah, high the numbers indoors. all go down all the, the numbers, numbers go down go it's down. beautiful it's a beautiful thing and no one. Why? What is Stossel that he's not bringing that up? He's another shill. He's another douchebag.
0: It's, yeah, it's just, no, uh, and I think O'Reilly should be ashamed of himself for both lying about the topic and also promoting more government intervention, intervention in our personal lives, which essentially is what we're talking about here. And also, it's it, it's the Tenth Amendment. That's what's really this is going to boil down to the fact that the state is you know, there is a federal law against marijuana, which was put in play in the late '30s so to protect the uh, paper industry. If you really want to, yes, be of about course,
1: it, it was, uh, it was uh, about
0: hemp than anything. But anyway, yeah. the point is, is that it's a it's a federal law, and the state law wants to trump it, and it's going to create a Tenth Amendment issue. And and everybody who is a Federalist, and I'll put O'Reilly in that camp, who wants, actually does want big government interfering with our lives. It's a big government guy, big pro-Bush supporter during that era. If anybody wants to look back on old O'Reilly shows during the eight years of George big government Bush uh, and see what he, what he had to say about things, uh, it's obviously he's a shill for the Federalists. He, O'Reilly can't be trusted.
1: No. Well, I don't trust any of them. Let me, give you, let me give you a statistic that might put everything into perspective here. 2009 U.S. sales, all U.S. sales of recorded music. So this includes iTunes, CDs, uh, everything recorded. This is from the IFPI. Uh, $4.6 billion. That's a pretty nice industry, right? And, and music yeah. is all around us. Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber. Uh, what's the twat from Nashville? Your friend,
0: Tyler. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: What's her name? What's her name?
0: What's her name? I, it's funny. I can't remember, what's can't remember her name. Her name.
1: Uh, yeah. What's her name? Tyler, whatever. Uh, so,
0: Taylor Swift. Taylor
1: Swift, right. $4.6 billion. 2009 sales of Lipitor, $5.7 billion. Does this Ooh. put any shit into perspective for you people, you stupid slaves, that Pfizer is making more money with one drug one drug than the entire music industry which you're so obsessed with that puts it into perspective
0: I think well that's a depressing piece of statistic
1: no I I, th- I think it's great I think it's really great we're not even talking about all the other stuff about the uh, about all the uh, the add-on I'll tell you the
0: 4.6 billion dollars in the music industry sure employs a lot more people
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> And, it, and it's entertaining. I don't get anything from Lipitor. You know they're doing all these. Uh... No, I won't even play that. That's not even. Let me let me do. Uh, let me undepress you. This will be something funny. Or do you want to do the, uh, the? You got another erotic clip? We'll do that. I got more. a couple. I like, know yeah, the other erotic. Let, let me do can... an interlude. Let me do a little interlude just to to brighten your day. Okay. Little interlude. There's this uh, television show called "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Right. You've heard about this, right? I've tried to watch it. Okay. So episode six, uh, and I got tons of email about this. When was the first time you ever heard the word jabroni, John? Uh, You said it. And did you, had you even heard of that word?
0: Uh, I think so, but I can't be sure.
1: But we actually had to figure out where it came from. Uh, my sister in Italy couldn't verify it. You know, I said it means like douchebag. It's like American Italian. Uh, I grew up with this word. and uh, But you've never heard it in popular culture before, except maybe for wrestling. But in that case, it's someone who throws a professional wrestling match. So that's where we have heard the use of the word jabroni. And then all of a sudden, this TV show, in, in episode six of the current series, I don't know how far ahead they are in producing, but once you get past your like four episodes that are in the can, because you can always get canceled, it's like three, you have to have like three episodes in the can, because um, that's a guaranteed, the, 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 a guarantee the network will give you. And then after that, if you get picked up to continue for the season, if your ratings are good enough, then you start producing more. So I would say that this might have coincided with our discussion about the word jabroni. Listen to a couple clips from the show.
5: What you're going to want to do is just gently, gently sort of guide the puck at the net, like, you know, like a tiny bowl of cream you don't want to spill, and you're guiding it. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go out there and take a wicked slap shot, you know? Really make a name for myself. Otherwise, I go out there, I look like a jabroni.
1: So... That is not the wrestling use of the word. That is the no agenda use of the word jabroni, and it, it didn't stop there.
5: You, know, you can't take a slap shot before you even know how to handle a stick and a puck. So we just glide one, just to get the form, and then we'll get bigger and bigger, and eventually slap shots. But it starts with gliding like cream. Go gliding like a jabroni is what I'm going to be doing. Jabroni. <laughs> okay, go. And it just keeps uh, on you can't going. Can't
1: be out
12: here swinging hockey sticks. You're not even supposed to be out here without
5: skates get out. All right. Out. Okay. We're leaving. You know what, Charlie? I think he's right, dude. Only a couple of jabronis come out here without skates on. I got to do this so- thing in skates, man. Uh-huh. You know, work up a routine, really jazz the crowd. Yeah, I can't stop you, though. Yeah. You keep using this word jabroni, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's like the coolest word. I- Is that like a hockey Yeah, game? no, I-, I don't know. It's- I think it's some Dago word, but...
1: So uh, then they actually, in this episode... They do a podcast where they're talking about like, like uh, no agenda topics with sound effects in the show, and then they meet the real broadcasters. What is that? The future of radio. You
3: brodies, you Cool word.
0: So uh, I just, I, I heard that little future of radio. Future of radio, in there. yeah, yeah. Because they're doing so a you, podcast. You're, you're, this is positive proof in your mind that somebody on the show, one of the writers probably is listening to the show. I can't say it's positive proof, but I have a feeling. Why doesn't the guy give us a note? Say I know. hello. Like, this is
1: what always pisses me off. It's like, but come on already. Anyway, it'd be cool if it was like that, and, uh, and they should do a crackpot and buzzkill shit on the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, give us some real promotion, you jabronis. Yeah, really yeah, do, that's the do, thing.
0: They, they they just steal our material, and that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah, do something for us.
1: <laughs> Come on, help a help but a donate. Brother out. Help a brother out. Yeah, you poor the writers. dot
0: org slash na to the writers of the uh, Sunny in Philadelphia show. Yeah, no, You know, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I've tried to watch it a couple of times. It, it just uh, it it's got a cable pacing that I just I'm always having trouble with. I, I there's only a few shows that they produce specifically for cable that I can actually. It's all like I wanted to watch Nikita. Yeah. You know, and I couldn't take it. It was just that the pacing and then the commercials are always weird because people watch cable. The reason drama. why
1: is they should have chosen Mickey for that role in Nikita and they they chose some stupid woman. They chose the wrong one. She was up for that. She would have been great. Yeah,
0: she was up for it. Yeah, mm. She
1: would have been great. And they chose the wrong yeah. woman, the wrong actor.
0: Well, whatever. I didn't still it's the pace. I probably still have trouble watching it. So, uh, <laughs> hey, thanks, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd watch her, man. Just make me some clips. Um <laughs> I got maybe, we're almost done, but I got, do I have anything here that, yeah, there's one thing I want to mention because this might get dated, but I was a little shocked, uh, and I think the the, the meme machine, the, the, the uh, government uh, propaganda machine is really going into full gear for uh, domestic terrorists. Oh, uh, cyber terrorism perhaps? No, just regular domestic bombers. Oh, okay. The cyber-terrorist thing is going on. That's going on, too. I didn't document too much yeah, of that. I, I I, I, I'll talk about that in a second. I got some I documented two two incidents with major shows, major. The number one show in the country is NCIS, and this last week's episode was a bunch it, it, with no explanation, no motive, no rationale. There was, it was a weak, weak story with no plot points that were worth a crap. But it was about, It was obviously they didn't have their heart into the show, into it. But it was about domestic terrorists, a whole group of them in some little community, and they were all rich people, and they were <laughs> they had a grudge against the government, and they were they going to Re- Republicans with guns. They were exactly Republicans with guns. They're going to blow up a little league field filled, up, filled with girls who were fame. You were the daughters of famous judges and generals. Blow, the, blow them bitches up. And so, Do you
1: have a uh, clip from that. I don't see a
0: clip. No, I didn't get a clip from that. But it mean because I didn't think much of it. I said, "Well, that's a one shot. We're not going to see this anymore." I, I think the people got to give up on this domestic terrorist thing. Then I heard the teaser for L.A. Law and Order, which is this is a story about tome- domestic jihadis, American jihadis who wear you know the burkas and the masks and the whole thing. And here, this is the teaser, which kind of just, just summarizes the show. Next, a case that looks open and shut. You should
6: all burn in
0: hell! But the deeper they look...
2: They killed two little kids. Tragedy turns to conspiracy. All-American jihadi terrorists. With enough
10: explosives to take down the Staples
5: Center. The defendants spotted an attack on LAX.
8: To kill thousands of people. He was just using me. The message is coming! But
3: that's just the warm-up. I have no choice but to surrender the defendants. New Law
2: and Order Los Angeles. Next, on NBC.
0: Isn't that a beauty? To who's ever doing the teasers? By the way, I, somebody out there must know. Whoever's doing the teasers for Law and Order: Los Angeles is the best. Yeah,
1: do a teaser for
0: us, man. We need your work. We love I mean, your this work, guy man. Is we good. love your work. I <laughs> love. I love his stuff. I don't even watch the show anymore. as so jo- soon as I see the teaser, I got it. I forgot to
1: ask you if you were ready for ten twenty one, ten twenty one, because this is amazing. I love how this happens. Uh, The Great California Shakeout at 1021 on October 21st, where millions of people will practice drop, cover, and hold on as we are practicing for the big one. You can see it all at shakeout.org. What just happened? We just had a 6.6 quake in Baja, California. Did you feel it? I didn't feel it, but uh, it's always amazing how... We have these uh, little tests. It's just a drill, everybody. And then all of a sudden, the real deal happens. How convenient is that? Drop, cover, and hold. And they got a picture. You should see this website. Got a picture of a Shake dad.
0: Shakeout.org. Yeah,
1: shakeout.org. You got a picture of a dad and a kid under a under a desk with books falling on
0: them. You can't. You know, if you've ever been in a good shaker... There's a couple of things you should know. Well, by the way, they'll get killed under that desk. Yeah, I'm looking at that Yeah, of course, it's the
1: stupidest thing ever.
0: Yeah, no, the, the, the desk will crush the two of them when the ceiling caves in. Yeah. But anyway, that's beside the point. And it, the fact is, is you have a good shaker. You can't, usually a real good one that would kill you like that. Knocks you on your ass immediately. Yeah, you're you're not knocked down. To, you got to drop cover and
1: hold on.
0: They forgot There's the nothing point. to drop. You, you will drop because yeah. <laughs> the, the earthquake will knock you down. And then you, you got to
1: cover and hold on, slave. Hey, play the beat the quake. Hey, there's a game here. We can play a game. Cool. Beat the quake. No, it's Flash. I'm not going to do that. Look at this website. Anyway, I lost it there for a second. Look at it. oh, uh, see, of course, because we're we're shaking, drop cover and hold on.
0: And here's a funny thing on this little site.
1: Little share site. Share your
0: shakeout stories and photos.
1: <laughs> this is an 18 million dollar website. Let's see it. Let, let's go to share our shakeout stories. Anyone, does Shake anyone post out. anything? I'll
0: what see. is this site? This is a, go to this site, ladies and gentlemen. Sh- ShakeOut.org. ShakeOut.org. And it's brought to you by American Red Cross, of course. They they want your money. <laughs> and look. State and and by of, the way, look at the mosque. SEMA.
1: Look. Oh, no, it's the Griffith Park Observatory. I thought it was a mosque. It
0: <laughs> you know, looks like a mosque. FEMA, USGS, it? Cal EMA, California... Emergency Employment management whatever. agency, whatever that means. Hmm. So maybe, maybe, maybe this wasn't a real
1: report. Maybe this was a fake report as part of the Great America, Great California Shakeout. Maybe there wasn't even an earthquake. You don't even know anymore. You don't even know. It's just
0: crazy. Uh, we're all gonna die. Drop cover and hold on. <laughs> I love these two people under this. This table has no chance of success. <laughs> If the roof caves in. They're (laughs) doomed. They're doomed.
1: So anyway, um, a great, very interesting report, just getting back to the, you know, the homeland jabronis, I mean, jihadists, Uh, American terrorism. New York Times had an interesting report by Thom Shanker. Pentagon will help Homeland Security Department fight domestic cyber attacks. And uh, essentially the Obama administration is saying, hey, you know uh, what is the uh, what is the rule again, John? That the, uh, the the American it's a constitutional law, I think. The American army is not allowed to turn on its own people. What is that called
0: again? <laughs> yeah, you can't. Uh, it's just in the constitution. Yeah. You, you can't.
1: What is it's called? There's a there's a name for that. Yeah, there's a word for it. Yeah, there's a word for it. Like uh, what was it? Uh, hmm. Come on, help me out now. I, I, Come on, I'm you're the like constitution. like part of the Posse Comitatus. That's I, it, Posse Comitatus. But not when it comes to cyber. No, 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 no. When it comes to cyber, no. Then, then of course, uh, the Pentagon is all over it. Because, of course, you know, we're going to all get killed because the, 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 the Stuxnet creators are all going to shut down everything. Planes will come falling out of the sky. Reporting that literally now in the United Kingdom, that uh, terrorists, uh, cyber terrorists, can make planes fall out of the sky at any minute they want to through email, by the way. It's amazing how they do that through uh, hacking emails. Uh, so, uh, essentially, uh, posse commentatus does not count when it comes to cyber. Then all, so this is the first step towards putting the troops on the streets. Like, hey, listen, we do it for cyber warfare. We should be able to do it for regular warfare. Go into your homes, wait until your bracelet is scanned, everything will be fine. Read this. It's interesting. It's in the show notes. I will. The by, and
0: by the way, I just got a note from somebody mm-hmm. on Twitter, mm-hmm. and there is a learn to speak tea bag thing that yeah, NPR, NPR is
1: promoting. I know there is. I, I, That's I disgusting. I don't make this stuff up.
0: I mean, I I, I like Fiori's material. The guy's quite funny, the cartoonist. But why is NPR promoting this misusage, which is a, which is a, a, a sexual innuendo that is a, it's unacceptable? Oh. For NPR, the nation's treasure. Treasure
1: why well, don't we have a, a jingle for that somewhere uh, i used to have it
0: so uh are we done because i do have one if you're going to go in this direction i at least have a kind of a backup clip
1: okay, okay. <laughs> you got a backup clip huh um uh, let me just before we before you do that uh, i think we should just mention uh that someone shot up the pentagon
0: You did hear about that, I presume? No, I didn't. When was this? They (laughs) shot... You didn't hear about this? The Pentagon? That's impossible.
8: No, not at all. Today at approximately 4.55 a.m., five to seven gunshots were reported by Pentagon police officers in the vicinity of the Pentagon South Parking Lot. Uh, Pentagon police immediately shut down the reservation and closed all access to South Parking as well as all entrances to the Pentagon itself. Pentagon Police, Virginia State Police, and Arlington County Police conducted sweeps of the area with no initial findings. Uh, The reservation was declared safe and reopened at 5.40 a.m. At 6.20 a.m. this morning, an interior search of the building conducted by officers and investigators discovered two exterior windows that had been impacted by gunshots. As we know right now, and the information is still preliminary, uh, a window on the third floor and a window on the fourth floor uh, were hit by gunfire. So you got to be pretty close
1: to be uh, shooting through windows at the Pentagon. I think the Civil War has started,
0: John. I, I, I think, I think it's, it's just some guy shooting around and then hit no, the Pentagon. No,
1: because uh, they two Two holes, two no, broken windows? They don't know. It was like five or seven. No, no, no. Uh, we
8: believe that. Uh, uh, there may have been other bullet strikes on the building as well. Uh-huh. But we are r- in the process right now of doing that uh, crime scene search. What offices you uh,
1: Crime scene search. Uh, yeah.
8: Currently, those offices are unoccupied. No, oh, how convenient. Uh, they are in the process of uh, being renovated, so uh, no employees were working there. We've discovered two, uh, two bullet fragments in each of the windows, one on the third floor and one on the fourth floor. There may be others, but that's still ongoing. There are other witnesses besides the one officer who heard the gunshots. Construction, there was a couple of construction workers as oh, well. Here it comes. Uh, we're interviewing all of those to try to find out you know, uh, exactly you know what went down and it's how it went go. down. And we were reviewing those uh, videotapes from our cameras. No, wait. Uh, uh,
1: they're, re- they're reviewing the videotapes? Uh, th- you mean they've got security cameras that actually have videotapes
0: uh, uh, at the Pentagon? Oh, they, could, they must have one for the jet that ran into the Pentagon then.
3: WTC-7 will
0: Amazing, huh? They, they, always brings it back. Yeah, okay. I got to. So uh, I think we're done. I can do this other stuff later. It's kind of interesting, but it's not that interesting. We'll never get back to it.
1: I uh, know. I always move
0: these clips to the next week.
1: So there's a lot of stuff that uh, that we left on the table. Um please go to the new and improved show notes at noagendashow.com. people uh <clears throat> the the science is in people actually do like the new uh the new show notes format which is really nice to know and uh so there's tons of stuff in there about uh, Gitmo Nation lowlands, uh Gitmo Nation cold salmon, Gitmo Nation East, Gitmo Nation jewelry, tons and tons of stuff that you should uh, take a look at. We we literally just Don't have enough financing to do more work because we got to hustle and do other stuff, so we don't become that guy on the corner of uh, Hollywood. And
0: uh, you're you're worried about um, this. I'm I'm
1: completely worried about it. Yes.
0: Well, if I were you, I would be too. Yeah. Thanks, pal. (laughs) Uh. Yeah.
1: Well, that's it. I mean, I, I just. Too much
0: stuff. I know. I think it was. A, I think we presented a few good pieces of information. that will help people. We're going to get them to stop going through the machine. Yeah, opt out, people. Opt out. And uh, this heroin thing is completely ridiculous. It's a shame that they've. And it is. And that is, you know, they're targeting teens. Yep. Or, with, it, know, with it,
1: it's, buy ten, get with one free. Crap. Yeah. Coming to you from uh, the People's Republic of Southern California, AA, where we all will drop cover and hold on. From the Hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center, I'm Adam Curry.
0: And from northern Silicon Valley where the sun is inching out. And this could be the clinching game for the San Francisco Giants to enter the World Series if they can beat. And hopefully they will. Philadelphia, I'm John C. Dvorak. And we'll talk to you again on Sunday for early morning
1: service right here on No Agenda. And remember to opt out.